and welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jolene Lanza-Hernandez, and I'm here with my co-host, the Potomac aficionado, Busy Blue. Busy Blue, how are you doing? Oh, how you all have missed me. And if this <laughs> is the podcast, why have you not watched us yet on YouTube? Oh, right. And Jolene, okay, Jolene, for, first, okay. before we get to anything else, because mm-hmm. um, I'm doing well, but I'm a little upset today. Uh-oh. You said you were going to have on a green wig. Okay. So you promised us, you promised us Jolie, and we got I, the people to come mm. from podcast land to YouTube, and now they're going to see this, and I feel like I've lied to the people. <laughs> we both lied, because <laughs> um, I got the wig. Here's the deal. I got the wig. Okay. I wore it in a video I did with my mom. And um, it's like dark on top, and then it's got like the kind of um, uh, light, watery mermaid blue. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna be like Miranda. But uh, I love how she goes. But it's my favorite thing ever. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're listening later on iTunes, Miranda, honestly, Hanukkah, find her on YouTube. Okay, so um, I realized busy, and I think. At my age, I should know better. I can't spend $15.99 on a wig. Because <laughs> that thing, what it's like a thing. It looked, okay. it, I wore it, and from far away, you know, it's like, uh, what was oh, that line in, in Clueless? Like, she's a totem Monet. Like, yeah. photo, you know, like, close up, ugh, but far away, you're cute. So oh, I, wait, another, uh, a, a New York reference. Oh, you know that artist whose uh, art is beautiful, um, far away? That's what she was talking about, um, um, Hoop's mother. Because, uh, oh, she's such a young woman. She's young, she's vibrant. But then she comes close up and you're like, ew, uh, that's what oh, the word looks like? I love, yes, that's what it looks like, like Hoop's mom. Um, <laughs> so when you are, like, if I'm a mile away, you'll be like, oh, my God, that girl looks good. Yes, if, man, she looks good. you're within a mile, radius you're like oh why'd she go to party city for that wig so <laughs> it's oh. a party city wig so i'm gonna return it and i'm looking at new wigs i think if i my, my wigs if i'm gonna do a no bangs i need to do a lace front and just a little bit of my still you synthetic, know what? I'm, here but, for mm-hmm. I'm here for it you know i'm new to the wig game and i just love it i always thought i can't wear wigs i don't know how to pull it off whatever and then i just the pandemic hit and i couldn't get my hair done and I started ordering wigs and it was super fun. And there are people who comment busy. There are people who, they are people, some of our viewers and listeners are very honest. And they oh, will say, Take that leave. ugly piece of shit <laughs> off of your house. <laughs> They're like, I am not here for that wig you have. I do not like it. I'll listen to the podcast if this is what I have to look at. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. Stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. Yeah. Who I, I lied to. Mm-hmm. First of all, Jolene made a liar out of me. And <laughs> I, I apologize to those who are listening on the mm-hmm. podcast. You mm-hmm. deserve more from us. You, you really deserve do. more. And you know what? Rate this on iTunes um, and say how you love those five stars because we have we've acknowledged mm-hmm. what we did to you. And yep. you still love us. So rate rate Married to Bravo five stars. Tell her how much you love it. But then also under the YouTube comments, say, Jolene's a liar. And I can't believe she's <laughs> too busy blue. 
someone's going to do this busy. And then <laughs> it'll be all funny games until I read it a year later and forget what we talked about. And I'm like, I'm a liar. <laughs> I will write under there facts. Hashtag facts. With a 100. Right. But I'm doing well. Um, I'm so excited. Work is slowing down um, Mm -hmm. a bit. uh, So I've been able to vacay um, and have fun. So I'm enjoying watching uh, Real House of Potomac all over again. It's like heaven. Oh, but I got it. Also, I I just need to start doing a podcast or starting doing the videos again. Have you Mm -hmm. watched Unsolved Mysteries Um, on Netflix? Yes, of course I have. We should talk about it. That man killed his wife and slept with her in a bed. He did it. He did it. She was gone one day busy. His name's Rob. And I always bring it up to chill. I'm always like, oh, you, that's like a Rob move or something. Whenever I see some creepy dude, he one day and he locked the woman's child out because he knew that means, you know, she's not coming back because you killed her. He's missing. So you change all the locks. Oh, my gosh. That Rob is creepy AF. And he and was you- just I sleep with her ashes and I love her so much. I'm like, oh, how you? From the closet, but they were cotched up in the claw in the back of the closet. Mm-hmm. And, oh, oh, I had them construct and put her body back together. He did it. He was manipulative. It, this was a control move. Yeah, I feel like he was abusive. Oh, yeah. well, how do you feel about the um people who say that you did? I don't talk to those people. Yeah, because you want to surround yourself with people who think just like you. You're a psychopath. You're mm-hmm. a murderer. And if I was so much of a vigilante, I will go down there and take you out myself. I cannot take that, man. I was I was disturbed yes. watching it. I was so disturbed watching it. And then I was excited again because, okay, so I'm like really in the true crime. Mm-hmm. This has to do with Bravo, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm like really in the true crime. And as I was watching the first two episodes, I was like, oh, I'm not getting what well, he disturbed me in episode two. I was like, I'm not really getting what I need because I need a family annihilator. Like, where's the where is where is the family <laughs> annihilator? Where are they, girl? It's episode three. Oh, they gave me exactly what I need. So now I'm into it. So now oh, yeah. I'm into it. Because I just I need a family annihilator. I, what do you feel about um uh, uh episode three? Uh, do you think he uh they just haven't found him out there in the desert, or did he take a boat to Italy? Well, I'm trying to remember episode three now because my the French, the French one. Oh, the it French. Was- oh, that's the one I didn't watch. Do you know why? Because it, <laughs> I'm so grossly American at this. Yes, moment. you are. You are. And you because- know what? What I was gonna do, and I said it to yeah. myself. I said, "Oh, subtitles. Let yeah. me skip it." And then I said, "You know what?" <laughs> No, that's that's not right. Okay, busy blue because in other countries they they probably have to watch it. So you know, I said let me give it a try. I love true crime, so this should not be an issue. I said let me give it a try. The only thing that I didn't like is because I like to put things on as I'm working. Yes. So everything becomes a podcast. Yes. But then I realized I can't do that because I need to see what. The- so is the whole episode. Subtitle. Okay. It is, but it's so good. I was laying in bed. I've been watching them before I go to sleep because I'm a creep. And, um, and Chell's like, I'm not coming to bed until it's over because he hates scary stuff. True crime. I love it. I love true crime. I love American horror story. Like I love, um, like scary stuff that's far away, not mm-hmm. close up to me. And I saw the subtitles and I was like, I don't have time to read. I normally never have time to read. So I definitely don't. <laughs> I know. Oh, I is so, the I'll watch it. Is so good when I, I was uh I was right just up to the TV 
it, because, well, because I had to be because I couldn't work and do it at the same time. I had to take a break. <laughs> um, but it was so good, and I had so many questions. Like, what's going? Now I feel like I gave away the um. Well, no, because you didn't give you didn't give away because I don't. Well, that's true. I'm sure you did. Oh my yeah. god, watch it. Was it read okay. it. I'll read it. I'll read <laughs> it. Read it. I was it like, oh, French, come on, you guys. Yes. But it was so good. It's like you will not be disappointed. Like, it is a lot more reading, but you know what? If we're going to be a better country, yep. we can't You're say right. Black Lives Matter and not read, right. read the French words. I mean, mm-hmm. they're American words that they put in there. And it was so good. Now, it was outside of me. I hate, I'm not a subtitle girl. <laughs> but I said, you know what? Uh, let me, let well, me do it how I felt about the the Oscar winning movie. What was the movie called again that came out this year? It was a, a Korean um, uh, You um, know what? Someone else felt that way too. I just I loved it. You didn't love the movie? I never watched it. Oh, because of subtitle. Yeah, this was the also, so this was the first movie outside of um, Princess Monoki Princess mm-hmm. Monoke Princess Roanoke Monoke It's a um, it's a comic booky anime I'm going to say comic book. It's an anime film that we mm-hmm. had to watch uh, way back when I was in like seventh grade. Um, I think it's Princess Monogi. I'll put it in the comments. There's somebody in here who watches that type of stuff. Um, but I had to watch that. was the only film that I've watched with subtitles. Outside of that, I just watched that true crime one yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I heard about that film and I was like, who watched Parasite, it? Parasite. I went and watched it in the theater uh, with Chell because Chell loves a subtitle. He's far more refined than I am. I am just a lazy, lazy woman. And so when it comes to that stuff. So, but it was so good. I'm like, why am I depriving myself? Because it's like, I have to read during the movie. So I'm going to watch this episode. My only complaint about Unsolved Mysteries coming back was that they didn't have enough episodes in their in their season that came back, there was only oh like, my god, yes, it is. And I have a frustration. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you brought this up. Let me move this. <laughs> and we will get to Potomac, you guys. We're just chatting about yeah, we, let, let us chat for y'all. Just mind your business while we have a conversation on the YouTube live. <laughs> uh, so Tay the Bay said Princess uh Mono. Princess Mo, 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 Mono. Mono. No, see, I don't feel like that's spelled right. Is that spelled right? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I feel uh, like Tay the Bay knows. Yeah, he uh, he's into anime. Chell, um, they should hang out. Uh, every time I fall asleep before Chell and I wake up, he's watching anime all all the time. You know what's the frustration? See, now we really getting off topic, but let me tell you what the frustration is. And then I'll get back to you, Netflix. Yeah. Because um, I I have also started to. Uh, so we have two different career paths, mm-hmm. um, and I also like go to sleep a little early so that I can like get up early and you know beat the people as they go into the office. Um, and I'll go to sleep. I'll wake up, um, because there's a hustle and bustle. Somebody's getting in the bed. It's one o'clock. It's like, oh, I got so immersed in, so it's like, and they can't be that good. <laughs> they can't be that good. The video game is not that great. Turn it off. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I just cannot. But back to you, Netflix. Uh... If you're going to remake, take over, redo, have a part in whatever a show. I need you to stop disrespecting us. We're used to Grey's Anatomy. Real Housewives of Potomac is on for 23, 24 episodes. Okay? Mm -hmm. 23, 24 episodes. The amount of subscriptions, okay, y'all all all got from us, and well, my mama, because I'm on the family playing with her. (laughs) But either way, the amount of subscriptions that y'all have, 
there's enough money to allocate a full a real full season of something. I'm just so upset with them giving us these mm-hmm. half ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're about to. I feel like now they're playing in our faces, and every show that they put out is like six to ten episodes. Mm-hmm. And now you can. I don't even want to call it binge watching something because, girl, you just take a quick afternoon. And <laughs> you're gone. It's, it's over. Not it's not a binge anymore. Now it's like, oh yeah, girl, I saw. It. How long was Titanic? Like now it's just, oh, I just watched the movie. <laughs> right. I mean, it. They need more episodes. I feel like it's very kind of European for them to do that, or maybe more English, because I feel like shows we've stolen. Um, from the UK, like The Office and stuff, like Ricky Gervais would make them. It was like six episode seasons of The Office. And I think he did three seasons of the original Office and then maybe seven. Then he'd have like a holiday special or something. And then the American Office, we need to find a happy medium because then we just, we were like 37 episodes. It was like 20 some episodes, but maybe like, I would like a 12 you know, like a 12 to 16 episode would be 12 good. To 16, 12 to 16, because I hate for things to end. Mm, me too. So you're watching it when I'm I'm so immersed and it gets better and juicier with time and then it's over. And I think with you know American television, um, you have your summer shows, but those are like you you already know those are gonna be your shortest shows. Mm-hmm. Like your summer shows is gonna just give you like a good probably uh June to uh, August, probably something real short, something cute, something going to Ramsey, like you know, competition <laughs> shows, something real, you know, co- you're competing for something real. Yeah real quick but throughout our whole seasons our fall our fall shows those normally go into the end of spring and i am an abc shonda rhymes girl okay i start Grey's anatomy okay out here in uh october and i need you to last me until the end of april or may okay i don't need this whole you can and i i give you i'll even give you a christmas break in between December if y'all feel like y'all need it but this whole we're just going to give you four episodes. The Titanic was longer than that. Yes, true. We need more episodes. But watch Unsolved Mysteries, you guys. And uh, maybe we'll have to. We well, may I think have to. We might have to do a talk about it. But I do. I would love to see a busy blue. Um, you, you putting that on your channel and talking oh. about it. And calling out Rob, Mr. Sleeps With and, and Snorts the Ashes. Mr. Like, criminologist. That, see, he knows. And you know what? He's one of those serial killer, or well, not serial because we don't know if he's killed one people. He's one of those murders who kind of wants credit. So now he's put himself, he he gave them the scent, you know, in this documentary. And I told Charlie, I, go, I wouldn't be surprised if now more information is revealed and people come forward and we see a Rob arrest. I hope we do. Because he thinks he's so smart. This is that mm-hmm. pompousness. This is that sociopath. He, yep. he, <clears throat> because you know serial killers and i feel like he's killed more than one the way he was reacting mr criminologist i'm talking to you rob i hope you're watching this and what does he do with that criminology degree was he a police officer or did he just get it for his hobbies which is murder oh, you better say it jolie you better <laughs> say it. those the facts right there bang the gavel those right? facts right there guilty lock them up put them right in the cell right next to mike boogie yep that's what i gotta say <laughs> little, baby, little big brother reference for you guys okay you guys thank you for letting us have our little uh chat about unsolved mysteries okay so um a couple of you when we talked about my wig were very honest thank you thank you bethy who said it 
look, it did look a little janky. It did. Oh, Betsy, did it look? Betsy, can you do me a favor? Because I didn't see it. Betsy, can you do me a favor? Can you just subscribe it, please? In the comments, I need you to be as as possible just for the individuals who listen to the podcast only. (laughs) I just need you to help us out, girl. Just please please describe it. um, Oh my gosh, as descriptive as possible. Was it sweaty? Was it shedding? I would actually really like to hear what uh, Bethy's description is. And Jolene will read it for you guys who are listening to the podcast only. (laughs) I'm sure someone will send you, they can DM you a screenshot, Um, which is even scarier. Ryan B is in the chat and said, I just binged season four of Potomac um, since the last stream, and Ashley and Candace were the true MVPs of the season. Yes, come true. Mm-hmm. They made this is first of all. I love that all of y'all are um rewatching with us. When me and Jolie had this conversation, I was telling her, I want to do it, but people don't like rewatches. Like people just don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we got the girls to go out and um to rewatch. Well, and I think it's a perfect time because right now we're not really getting a lot of new production on shows due to the pandemic. So people are rewatching and people are constantly looking for content. And now we can rewatch the greatness that is Potomac and appreciate it even more. Uh, Ryan's asking, and let's both answer this busy. Mm-hmm. What's our favorite housewife show out of the franchise? So obviously we love Potomac. We're covering it. I think it is one of the best, but outside of Potomac, uh, I'll ask you, Busy, what is your favorite Housewives franchise? Well, if you guys have been watching the first two, three, ep- two episodes that we've done, you've learned that I like only the, the black things. <laughs> so I only have one other choice. And to be honest, mm-hmm. truly, and this is a bias because I haven't watched the other ones. That's not true. I've tried to watch it with Garcelle. She's not even giving me, well, sorry, the other ladies aren't giving me enough to, to really be interested. When you watch Potomac, and you watch Atlanta, mm-hmm. these girls arguing about whether or not you got an invite and she's saying if you could come or you can't come. This is too melodramatic for me. I need it real. She's like, well, if you want to come, you can come. If you can't, you can't. Oh. That would have been so smoothed over on the Atlanta thing because now we got to talk about your husband. Okay? Yeah. we got to, That would have been so... But the way they drug that out, oh, well, is she trying to say that I can't come? If you don't want me to come, then I said, let me turn this off because... That's Teddy Mellencamp. She's the worst (laughs) housewife. I'm sure, like, she seems like a functioning human being. She's John Cougar Mellencamp, the singer. That's his daughter. Like, I'm sure she's, like, a functioning human. But she's not housewife material. She's boring. Boring. Functioning human. She's a functioning human. Go do that. She's all okay. Busy. Her day job is accountability coach. Boring. Boring. She keeps people accountable for their calories and their um, health, and that's great. But for a housewives franchise, that is some boring ass shit. You need a failed clothing line. You need to redo houses. You need a boutique nobody goes to. These are what we need. We don't need so, accountability. Yeah, so real fake. Son, I don't want you to have accountability. No. I didn't like when Faith was out here going to school. I need you to be trying to chase your husband. This is why he was, he got to jail because you used to be busy going to school and he was uh, taking um, old people's monies and life insurance policies. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you to not be interested in a lot of stuff and then put your name on something that's not really yours. You know, and, and then really live in the realm of fakeness. And um, I, she, I just... Everything about that, just her and the franchise, it just, it was so melodramatic that I couldn't, this is why I can sometimes get in and out of Jersey, because sometimes when you're watching Jersey, 
they give you the Atlanta stuff as well. They oh. they really get into the family uh, juice. Oh. That lady went to jail. Okay, they really get real, 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 real. And These you're getting even better. That reminds me, busy. Okay, I have two things I need to talk to you about. One that's Potomac related, having to do with Candace of recent, and another that is Jersey. Okay, so Jersey, I also like Jersey. And to answer your question, Ryan. Atlanta has brought me the most joy out of any other Housewives franchise. Only, um, so the second one then would be New York. New York has brought me so much joy. So really, much, oh my god, New Is York. A lady named Luann on that one. Yes, they're okay. problematic. They're whatever, but they bring the entertainment. It is always New York is so New York is is so good. Um, but Atlanta has always brought me what I needed. Like it just, it, it was the first one that really got me watching clips on YouTube and like best of and brought me the so best so women. Good. And what I really like about Atlanta is there are real boss women who made that money without men. And I love that aspect where a lot of these other franchises, it's only because they married into it. And now they're like, now I, now I have hats, you know, yeah. I make hats and you're like, okay, what? Um, so, okay. So. First things first. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I already forgot. It. Okay. Two things. Yeah. Two things. You said two things. One was Potomac related. Yeah, one was Potomac related. And this, okay, Jersey. So Jersey for years was good. It's fallen off here and there. They've, you know, played with the cast and stuff. Recently, because um, you watched Jersey back in the day, Caroline Manzo and Dina Manzo are back in the headlines because Dina's ex-husband, now they need to bring his feel back. Listen to this. Dina's ex-husband, Tommy Manzo, who is Caroline's husband, Albert, that's his brother. Uh-huh. So Caroline was with Albert. And then you. Tommy, you know, is Albert's brother. He knew Dina for a long time. They were, they fell in love and they all worked at the Brownstone. At least the dudes did. Um, and then they got a divorce. Before they were on Housewives, they were on that VH1 show, like my big fancy wedding or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they had like a tumultuous relationship. He was a big cheater, I guess a big, you know, he like, when you got that Brownstone banquet hall, you got all the ladies are like, Ooh. is that still open? It is. It is okay, still open. Okay, okay. So it has come out that in 2015 or 2017, cause there have been two attacks on Dina's one on Dina and her new, her new husband. I mean, he's not that new. It's a couple of years now. Um, Dina and her husband, I think his name is Dan or something. It's I don't know, some name like that. Uh, one on her and him and one on just him. Now, the first attack that we're talking about mainly in the news is the FBI got involved because they're alleging that Tommy Manzo, Dina Manzo's ex-husband, Caroline Manzo's husband's brother, set, not a hit to kill, but to beat up the boyfriend and paid the dude to beat up Dina's boyfriend at the time, who's now her husband, and gave him discount uh, reception, a wedding reception, a discounted wedding. Re That's how he paid him in Jersey at the Brownstone. Girl, wait a second. Okay. So I was thinking about the new house, uh, Housewives of New Jersey or Bob Wives or VH1. I just, I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying. We don't do Housewives. It's blended. Right? And we don't do Mob Wives anymore. So it's like, this is so ghetto. Okay, and then this is the way you want me to beat somebody up, girl. Well, can I get a discount on the yes. At the wet, I was like, I hope he got a, a sit down meal. I hope he got an open bar because did he just get a discount on the rental? So they 
beat this dude and they beat him with a um it was like an old timey gangster like 1940s weapon and i forgot it's called a slapjack or something come on slapjack okay you know what i want it, i want them back you yes. that's the type of drama that i need yes and then also, so they're looking into that, and he has been, I think, arrested or charged or whatever. Or not well, I don't know how it works, but they always get arrested over there. Arrested What's going on in Jersey. Then there was another situation. So Dina and her husband now live in California, but they still have a house in I think Patterson, New Jersey, where a lot of the housewives of New Jersey live. Now they were out, uh, they live in California most of the year, but they went back for two days. And it was for the baptism of Teresa's youngest daughter, or maybe it was like the first communion of Teresa's youngest daughter, Adriana. Okay. Because she's the godmother, Dina is. So they come back, and it just so happens, the two days they're back of the year at their house, they get robbed by two Italian dudes who beat them up, beat Dina up too. This is a couple years ago. So they're claiming that Tommy might be behind, allegedly again, this. And there's allegations that I I forgot about that they made in the first season of New Jersey that Albert and Tommy's dad was um had ties with the mob they called him tiny manzo or tiny something he was 400 pounds and they found him dead and naked bound in the trunk of a lincoln continental back in the day girl you can't well you could write this but i don't think we should (laughs) oh my god okay so now i feel like i gotta catch up on jerry they've done a lot of um housewife switching though right Yes, they've done a lot. And I, I wish they could get the Manzos back because this, I mean, Dina and Carolyn. I didn't like Carolyn. I didn't like her. She she gave me. Me and my family, we are thick as thieves. She definitely was the Robin of the old world, you know, but I, just everything about her, she just gave me this pompous. Girl, we are the same broke reality show talking to Andy. Who is he looking at, Cohen? Okay, we don't don't try to act like you better than me. I don't know. I may have to, I may have to go back to that. What was the Candace tea? Okay, so the Candace tea. So this has to do with um, you because it, she was referring to the schools. So she was talking about. She put out a tweet today. I think it was today. Did you see it about why are there so many dudes at HB? What are they called? HBCUs. HBC. I always want to see it HBIC, obviously, because that's because of New York. Yeah, and I'm not like I didn't go to like a great. I went to UW River Falls. Do you know where that is? Nobody. I have no idea. I didn't go to Howard. Like you went to (laughs) a really good school, and I went to like, hey, people who want to raise cows go here, and (laughs) that's where. No shade, a little shade. I went there, you know, but I went. Went there for journalism, and most people were trying to milk cows. So um, I don't. You really guys like honor her at that university. She worked hard. Okay. She, hard. <laughs> she was talking about why men at those schools are on the are, are DL are, are on the down low, and people were coming for her in the uh, comments saying, "Wow, that sounds really homophobic. Like, why are you asking this at your age? Like, what are you talking about?" And she, she, I, I should have, I should have her exact. Um, I want to look up her Twitter and say exactly what her tweet said. But I thought, why is she asking this? It was just such a weird Candace tweet. And I thought, if you, you know, and I know I am some, you know, and I just had a barbecue the other day. One of my friends was like, oh, you're the one who introduced me to her. Like, that's how I know her. I wonder what, you know, there is a thing in the African-American community, the black community 
with um, homophobia. And it's, it, it does, everything stems back to slavery. But um, when Christianity was brought in and um, teaching slaves um, Christianity and then forcing them to be slaves because of Christianity and how that was, um, and then um, black people taking that on as their also the same religion, which is like, girl, um, but taking that on now as their religion, um, and homophobia being so rooted in a lot of in a lot of it because it's a you know um, a patriarch uh, religion. Mm-hmm. It is you know uh, homosexuality was just very it wasn't taboo because you know you live life you live life but there was an issue with um, in the black community whether or not it was going to be accept you were going to be accepted because of your um, background. Um, homosexual, and I had no problem. My mom was ready to meet the first boy I brought home. Okay, <laughs> and then put a picture of him on her wall. I, oh no, Polly, she I, and it took me a long time to get up there. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, um, but every family's not like that. Um, every community's not like that. I've seen people get kicked out of their homes, yeah. be removed from churches. I've seen families get removed because of a child being being um homosexual. So it's just it's just this taboo aspect. Um, and then it plays a role into um, the propaganda around how um, um, HIV and AIDS was spread and um, women getting it. And then the, the DL man was blamed because that's I how. I about that. I remember yeah. as a teenager, early 20 something, that was the information they were putting out into the world that it was men on the DL who were giving it to African-American women. Yeah, but like because no one else can have it. It is the, and he because this person has sex with a male. That's why women are getting it, and then that became a propaganda story that spread throughout the African American community. And now it's oh y'all killing us and y'all doing this, and, and and I don't think that it's ever been erased or addressed. And I think it's still in the black uh, in the back of a lot of women's black women's minds of you know oh you must be this or you can't be this or you got to be careful with that um there's a lot of stuff in the black community that needs to be addressed with homosexuality and the way that we look at it and i think at this point we're definitely talking more about homosexuality trans um um getting to that point because you can't not be in a press group and then a presser group it just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me i definitely need to know i hate to talk bad about you on here candace because i love you very much but i'm gay and i'm queer and real and i i'm, I'm have, i have to read you you said the library is open and i'm ready to read let if me read I the tweet you. to you and then you can react to it busy because i want to say that i don't want to paraphrase and then get it wrong mm-hmm. and then i get like you know I should know what she said. So her tweet starts, LOL, why do we think all the black men at our HBCUs are on the DL? I'm having this discussion on IG and I would like to know, please be respectful. And then people are, someone's like, where do I begin? And she says, uh, she's like laughing emoji. She's like, at the beginning, my brother. And then he replies back and says, well, for a lot of women, they think a well-groomed man is DL. They think an educated man is DL. That's problem number one. Then the slightest bit of non-masculinity, whatever the hell that is, is a red flag. Then they called DL. And then a lot of people were like, sounds like homophobia to me, question mark. And then um uh, a PhD comes back at her. This woman says, internalized racism, short answer, black people judge black men against toxic standards of performative masculinity and then punish them with homophobic charge disdain when they perform masculinity outside of those confines. And there's just a lot of different 
different uh, comments. Okay, so I don't have to read her. I don't have to read her. She was she was gonna because now now Candace keep the girls around her. She's what we would call a fag hag. Candace <laughs> does keep the gays around her. Okay, she keep the girls around her. It's some good ones too. She so keep, maybe. She was, she was asking the question of like, why do, because it is something, like I said, that's, that is in a lot of the the black community. I think she wanted to do more of an understanding of yes. what, what, what are your suggestions or what are your, what are your thoughts around why this is happening? So the Candace, I love you and I still do. That's why I was like, I better read it uh, uh, exactly what she said, because I could take it as she's saying that, but really it sounds like she's probably in a discussion with people and she's like, laugh out loud. Why do people keep up this narrative when it's yeah. untrue? She's an ally. She's an ally, and I would—I would not expect her to not be an ally, especially knowing her circle, who she keeps around her, who she loves. Mm -hmm. Um, she's definitely an ally. Um, hey, the bay is here, saying I just saw the tweet. It seems like she's wondering why everyone else is asking. I don't think it's her speaking for herself exactly, which is why I'm glad I read the damn thing because I don't want to be one of those people. Uh, And there's a lot of them out there now. just say, oh yeah, this happened, and you're like, that's not what how the person meant. You, this you is hard-headed news. Come on, Jolene. Yeah. <laughs> I am Diane Sawyering this. Okay, you better I am- not. You're not uh, Julie Chitting it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm uh, before we get into that, and this is very random. What is this new show that she was supposed to be co- that she came out with today? I don't even know she did. It's called uh, Oh, let me look it up. Julie Chen's hosting a new show. She sure is. Something about challenging something. You wow. want to read some of the comments before I, while I pull How this up? How is she going to do that with Big Brother coming up? Come on. Um, Kev, Kev said there's nothing wrong with milking cows, Julie. Oh, well, there is nothing wrong with milking cows. Um, I went to a big agriculture school. Okay, so there's our Julie Chen, and she is – Julie is tough as nails because she is the on, the one and only Chen bot. So Hold tough on. As nails. What? The show's tough as nails? Is it on CBS? Okay, everyone uh, knows Julie Chen is tough as nails. Watch the new series tonight. No, Julie, no, you're busy. You're busy. (laughs) You can't, but she should just be prepping for this new season. Whenever it comes out, stay in hiding like like the house guests. We don't know before. Did anyone watch Tough as Nails? No, no one's watching Tough as Nails. What the hell is Tough as Nails? (laughs) Did anybody watch Tough (laughs) as Nails? Nobody watched that. <laughs> they fell upon it by accident. They took a nap on the couch. They woke up. They're like, what is this shit? And then they turned it off. I don't know. I don't even get what it is. <laughs> okay, Julie, you want to start with episode four? Yeah, let's start with episode four, um, you guys. Okay, let me look at Okay. Thank you guys for dealing with us for 30 minutes. This was a good kiki, too. It was. I think we could do a little kiki up front and then uh, a little uh, you know, a business in the back. Kiki in the front, business in the back. Yeah, um, That's what they do in New Jersey. That's why they're arrested and going to Jericho and beat up and robbed. Okay. Right, 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 right. Okay. Um, episode. Okay, so we're going to be break down a couple episodes of Potomac. We'll see how far we get. But this one is season four, episode four. You guys, the wig easy. Bravo.com description is uh, Ashley moves forward with baby making plans, which always just gives me nightmares. Uh, while Candace and Robin grapple with the decision of revealing Michael's shocking comment from the night before, the ladies head to New Orleans in an effort to learn more about Giselle. But Robin's habit of being late almost leaves her grounded in Potomac. A night of Creole cooking takes a turn as things get heated between Karen and Giselle, forcing the grand dame to make a dramatic exit. (gasps) Oh, okay. So we wake up from the party that was uh, Ashley's uncle's birthday. Ashley's uncle. Uncle Lump. Who does, what's his name? Uncle Lump, right? Uncle Lump, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought it was Uncle Love. I was like, I don't think 
I don't remember that. Okay, so Uncle Lump <laughs> had a birthday. Uncle Lump doesn't like Michael for obvious reasons. He's Michael. Um, and so they have this birthday party. They're getting wasted. They're having a good time. There is talk from Robin and also Candace, uh, but mostly Robin in this episode, about in her little confessional that Michael made a comment about S and the D of one of the husbands. And we now know that it was Juan. One that he was talking about. We do we do, do we, we that's never been confirmed. I'm confirming it because <laughs> no one's gonna s. Uh, well, there's white Chris, and that is um, no, the brown no, beef. This sausage could be sucked. Okay, and I, well, I like I'm not, it. Saying, I'm not saying over here, but I'm just saying now, Chris. That's a, he, he could cook, so maybe he he could get it. But um, he, he has this son <laughs> of autumn. Yeah. And then there's, you know, there there's Big Chris, who's Monique's, uh, you know, no, that's too much. That's, that's going to be more than a mouthful. That's too much. So then you got, who else you got? Oh, you got um, Karen's husband and you could kill him. So you're not, it's, it's too late. It's a, you can't do you late in life. Too much. Yeah. No, you can't do late in life beaches like that. And then uh, who else is there? Uh, there's just one. Like that's, that's who it is. The hottest one, obviously. He always is like by Juan talking to Juan. I think it's Juan. And the fact that Robin's talking about it, it's Juan. So I'm confirming it here. The ladies don't have to. I have nothing to do with it, but I'm confirming it. Uh, Bonnie is saying we all know it's Juan. Um, <laughs> and I think that's a good assessment. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Tay the base said it's a spoiler. <laughs> more than that can happen to Juan Dixon. I'll tell you that right now. I love me some Juan Dixon. And I hate oh. to watch it with the bay because – Every time Juan Dixon comes up, and I don't know if it's me, y'all put it in the comments, and y'all put when you're rating the show, you can put it in the comments as well on um as, um iTunes. A little moan comes out just every time Juan Dixon comes on the screen. Every time, and I don't know how to stop it. Okay, and I think <laughs> I need to go to therapy. A little moan comes little, out every time I see Juan on the screen. I say, Oof. and it it's just it's like that. The man is so beautiful that I forget that he's a cheater. You know, I'm just like, he's so pretty. Because well, just- he, he could cheat on me. He sure can. Right. He could chop me up like that lady's husband. <laughs> I'm telling you, just everything about Juan. Could unsolved mysteries rob you, like Rob. <laughs> you know, please rob me up. And sleep with your ashes, and that's it. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it is a spoiler, because uh, Bethy say Robin said it was Juan on the reunion. So, at this point, we don't know. Yes. Oh, we're getting into that, oh, those episodes. Okay. So Tay the Bay was right. Also, uh, Bravo Daily Dish, they had an Instagram Live today where if you, are people just not joining Instagram Lives unless you're like on 90 Day Fiance because Bravo Daily Dish has like thousands and thousands of uh, people, yet they get less people in their Instagram Live than we do on our live. And they have like, so, but it, I, but here's, okay, so I'm going to be. You know, I don't like Instagram. You know, I, I think it's very, I'm <sighs> trashy. So I like to be in t- on Twitter because that's where the people who are just like, we're railed out over there. I, I'm going to talk about you. You're going to talk about me. But we all know we're living raggedy lives. And that's where we live. But Instagram, is it, 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 everything is so fake to me. It's filtered and ready. And it's just a photo. It's, it's too little of a glimpse of your life. And at least on Twitter, I can get a, a couple of characters into what you did today. So maybe that's pe- less people are on it because everybody's life is. What do you think of? You're not even going out. <laughs> I do love Instagram, though. And I, I just like, I just love I can't help it. I know I have a problem. But they had two. Um, so they had their two correspondents were two white gay men and which fine. But 
they feel like they always go with the two white gay men. And I want to hear from different people. So they were talking about like hot husbands and stuff. And they gave very two white dude answers. <laughs> Wait, like. Why Dixon wasn't at the top of the list? Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember who was, been, who Andy Cohen said that he was the uh, most attractive husband. Well, they were kind of okay. So when you when they do Bravo Daily Dish stuff, they kind of kiss. I was talking to a, a, a friend about this. They they want kind of bland, you know, vanilla type answers because they want to kiss the ring. So they were like, "Well, we would add Andy's our daddy. We would Andy's nobody's dad. He's not the daddy. He's not, well, huh? No, that uh uh-uh. uh. This isn't two thousand nine, two thousand twelve. This is twenty twenty. Andy's not right. the daddy. First Andy, of all, which one is he of you? Is he looking at? Yeah. If both of y'all were in the room, which eye does he have his eye on? I don't care what anybody said, because I'm still questioning Andy and whether or not he's well, who I think he is. But y'all don't even know where he's looking. And Kathy Griffin said it best. Is he talking to me? Or yeah, is he Kathy, talking to you? Kathy, I mean, he really screwed her over. And so I totally. <laughs> it's talking to me, talking to you. I can't see which eye is the right eye. Okay, girl. Yeah. So uh, we're just, you know, giving Andy a little shade. But these um, two gentlemen, it just feel like I see this a lot. They kind of have the same people they bring on. And it's Jolie, people. I don't know if you can cop, you can uh, highlight this comment, but this girl said Andy. It's a grandma. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he is. He's not the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, you know what? And, and you know, for as much money as Andy's made off these people giving shade, Andy can take a little bit of shade. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just, oh, yeah, Andy can take a joke. Uh, yeah, he can take a joke. He's fine. But I just, they, they always have like the same kind of people that they interview on Bravo, and it's just like people who are like, "Oh my God, Ramona's amazing," and you're like, "She's very problematic." Can we get a real opinion here? So I guess my frustration lies. I'm going off on a tangent again That's with right. them just wanting. Um, people like Bravo Instagram accounts that are more safe. It's like, that's safe, but I get it. It's a corporate thing, whatever, whatever. But um, Bethy is very excited that she uh, made Oh my God, I, you kept talking. So I was like, okay, you need to get it together, busy. But I was crying. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was crying because he's not a dad. He's, he's a generation removed. <laughs> I mean, I think Andy is like, yeah, I don't really even know how old Andy is, but yeah, it's, but they were just like, yeah, Andy would be on our list. And I'm like, dude, oh, come on, come on. Oh, these are real tears, guys. <laughs> so Busy's crying, laughing, Bethy, and Jolene's being a hater. And maybe it's, she's jelly because she thinks her and Busy should be on oh, Rebel Daily Dish. Instead, but because, we, because we should. We should. I mean, like, uh, I just. He's, I just, he's aging out. Bethy already said it. <laughs> Bethy already said it. He's aging. He's aging out. Okay. 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 Keep telling. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so they they did have this little. Um, they were talking about, and I couldn't even like watch the whole thing because I was kind of just I was bored. So if you guys need someone to like bring some energy to your game, Bravo Daily Dish, you could have me and Busy because the two Look guys. Look Instagram live for y'all. Do Instagram live. Um. So yeah, Andy's only fifty two, but um, yeah, but uh, but Bethy says. He the G paw. He's a G paw. But yeah, they were just. It was just too much ass kissing. I can only take so much ass kissing. We need some real talk. Um, and my yeah. Candace thing because oh, you get the wow. thing. Oh, you get the thing. Okay, so uh, back to the episode. So now Robin is like, you know what? 
I understand Robin in this aspect because she's like, I am not coming for Ashley anymore about her personal stuff because she has come for me so hard and I do not need that right now. I am working my way up the townhouse game. You know, I got a townhouse and I got a bigger townhouse. So I can't have her coming at me and talking about my townhouse and my, you know, marriage, no marriage. Um, apartment complex. Yeah, apartment complex, townhouse, and <laughs> the condo. And so she's like, I'm going to leave this be. And then Candace pretty much is going to leave it be too. So we sit on this major information for quite a while. Um, let's see. The ladies head to New Orleans. So Giselle plans a trip to New Orleans. She wants to go and show the ladies, you know, her upbringing, her family. She spends a lot of time in New Orleans growing up. Her dad is there right now. It's going to be his 80th birthday. And it, what a great place to take housewives because New Orleans, I've never been to New Orleans, um, but it looks super fun. And now I'm sober. So I feel like I would be just pregnant Monique and just be like, where are the beignets? Where are the food? Um, You've never been to NOLA? I've never been to NOLO and I've wanted to, like, I thought for sure, like comedy would take me there, but it just didn't. I've never been to NOLO. No. Oh my God. NOLA. NOLA. NOLO. NOLA. Uh, <laughs> NOLO. NOLA. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I love NOLA. Um, I am a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. It's one of the um, paying house. Um, but um, that that was the first time I ever went was with um my fraternity. We had uh, what well, we have conclave. It's like a meeting, um, there, and I fell in love with that city, and and then I just kept going back and back. I think I've been there maybe four or five times. Wow. I've been to the Essence Festival only once though. Um, and then I came back. Um, they were still doing Hurricane Katrina like um reconstruction. Um, because the, the city was like still parts of it were, were in scramble. So we were doing some volunteerism, um, and, um, helping to like build some of the houses back and all of that. Um, and then the last one I went was for a conference, but it's, it's an amazing city. It's full of history. It's full of life. It's just full of, um, the pride that they have there. Mm -hmm. Um, the accents like it's just it's such an amazing city it's i do want to go because i've watched so many shows like there was uh an american horror story um season that uh like coven and stuff like that they had a lot of stuff around new orleans i watched yeah. the real world new orleans yeah. i mean it looks and also watching this trip i mean everything looks just so amazing and like you said history rich and just with like the music and everything so definitely want to go to new orleans but i always thought it was like okay you gotta i should have went in like my party days you know when i really could have done it up but there's so much like you said so much more to it than no one, yeah, no one's judging though because everybody's out having fun and no one's where now that is a city where no one gives a f about you and what you're doing over there everyone is having fun and living life, you can be 92, you could be uh, um, Andy Cohen's age, and you could be oh, like all the way down to our, like everyone's just having fun and living life. And it's the freedom of just because the music is, is so enriched, and you're just dancing and living and drinking, and, and you're not even drinking if you don't want to, just having eat beignets. Uh, yes, I don't want to with chocolate, but that's, that's, that's our prerogative. Well, uh, I got it. Kim says that she's never been to NOLA either. And um, let's see. Kim said, I love the history that uh, Giselle's dad talked about. Bethy says NOLA is a whole experience for sure. And Andrea said NOLA is definitely on the bucket list. And then, honestly, Hanukkah, Miranda, our girl, has joined the chat. Miranda also yeah, gave us a oh, shout no. out today on her social media to join us. So welcome, you guys. We're, try we're doing a thing. 
where we're trying to get Miranda to, um, and I just made it up. Miranda didn't like, I, I was like, so you don't feel weird about this. I was like, let's get Miranda to 5k. So, um, let's, if you guys don't know, she's right here in the comments, uh, click on her profile and uh, her, her channel. Or I'm and, slapping all of y'all. Yes. Follow and, her or you're getting slapped. Yes. Go sub to her. Let's get her to 5k. Um, let's see. Kem oh, says, wait, don't you want to do her butts? Oh yeah, but exactly. You've been practicing, and but, I think you deserve to showcase what you. There you go. I love it. He needs merch with. I told her yesterday we did a live, and I go, "You need merch with but." That's a lot but, of you. Yeah. It's it's really good, you guys. I love it. Okay, so um, let's see. Okay, so they're getting ready to go on this trip. Okay, so then they they go to New Orleans. Robin is so late. She barely makes the plane. Yeah. Barely, barely, barely. Karen has her wig. Uh, do you want to come in here with your wig braided? That's what we should have done for these episodes. We should have braided that wig like Karen did. Yes. So Karen's got her wig braided, which I think it looks good. Am I crazy? I'm sorry. I do. When you see natural <laughs> braiding, and, and it was real cute too. You're, 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 we're able to, we're, we need roots. We need okay. help. Like, we need to know that you really, because, you know, when black women get their hair braided, because, you know, uh, that's actually problematic to say, so I'm not going to say that. But uh, when you get it real, when you get it done freshly, okay. Okay, and you got those roots playing, you're looking very surprised because, you know, they don't really, they don't oh, really, they don't braided that thing up, girl. Yes. And you know, you got to have some new girls coming through. <laughs> Karen's braided wig, <laughs> that capped braided wig. Look, I'm not. Well, I wear a party city wig. So clearly I'm not the like, you know, aficionado of um, wigs and stuff. But I, I, here's, here's my, here's my confession, unpopular opinion. I think Karen, it, she has, and people are probably going to roast me for this, but I love Karen's style, especially like her age and everything. I do. And I know people like hate on her, but I, for the most part, I know we have, you know, sometimes, you know, wig malfunctions and that that's just I that I can just relate to her more because of that, you know, but I really like her style. I do. And we're going to see some fun style coming up with Karen where I feel like but I am also a fan of Erica Jane's style. So it's kind of that like oversized T-shirt dress, glitter, boots. Like, I think that's fun. Oh, like Nene Leakes. Uh, just a yes. and I love Nene Leakes style and people are like, I hate it. But Nene will wear a full Adidas like jumpsuit, but like the new flare ones. Well, it's not new anymore, but, you know, the like the breakaway pants. Um, and I'm, I have way too much Adidas. So I, but again, I dress like a gym teacher. So it might be because my style is lacking that I like, but these Karen is one of my favorites. Erica Jane is one of my favorites and Nini is one of my favorites. Now Nini's made some big mistakes. Um, sometimes the shirts is barely covering the areolas, but Girl, that Frankenstein wig that she was, she went to go talk to, um, Phaedra about, oh, tell me about, and Phaedra had to cry in front of that wig and she was like, she just got shocked by the electric. Uh, <laughs> no, that was bad. Uh, that was bad. Also, there was, um, there was that bang of Nini's. So it was like a, it was like a very blunt bang. And then it was like almost uh, Girl, like not a bob. Like she was going to huff and puff and blow your house away. Cause it looked yes. like she went to the straw house first. She blew it away and she picked it up and put it on her head. I was so over her. She looked like the big bad whoop, and she said, "I'm ready to huff and puff." But instead of doing so, she picked it up and put it on her. 
But when there's actually a, a filter that looks like Nini's wig with like that really deep full bang. And, I um, and it is on um, a Facebook messenger. Okay. So um, I think when Karen gets it right, she gets it really right. And in, maybe we'll cover this episode, but in the episode where she's going, they have the dinner party at Ashley's house. Um, mm-hmm. When she comes in with the the black, with the leather jacket, with the beautiful hair. I mean, I think when Karen gets it right, she gets it real right. That's how I feel. My people that I like style-wise, when they get it right, they get it real right. When they get it wrong, they get it dead wrong. And she was dead wrong for the braided wig. I kind of liked it. I can't. I know you guys in the chat are like, Jolene, oh, my God, huge mistakes. And Kem says, we love you regardless, Jolene. Because, yeah, I mean, I. That's a lie, Kem. You take that back right now. We are (laughs) with her. Because there's no one should put on a. We think, what did it feel like putting on that braided cap? Like, how, how did you even feel good saying, you know, I got my hair wrapped up. Okay, now I have the cap on. Let me put on this braided. Girl, okay. Next subject. Next okay, subject. next subject. Okay, so we're all, we will agree to disagree, and um, I'm clearly wrong. Um, okay, so. <laughs> jo- Jolie will come on to, to the next live with a braided. For those who are listening to the podcast. Jolene is coming on with a braided wig, and we're, and we're, we're going to see how much she loves it. That thing look a mess. <laughs> well, I would. I have a part. I'm sure Karen's was very expensive. Mine would again be a party city wig. It would be because I I look at Amazon and they say uh, the scalp looks realistic, and then yeah. you you see it and you're like, whose scalp looks like that? Like no. <laughs> What are you talking about, Amazon? That's not a realistic scalp. So um, we live and learn. All right. And I continue to learn. So <laughs> they do this cooking thing, which I'm always bored when they do a cooking thing. It's happened on a couple franchises. OC did it. Unless they're wasted, which OC was wasted when they did it. And they're starting to get tipsy on this one. That's when it's fun. Karen's killing it in the cooking. She's just like, yes, I am just um, the uh, ultimate chef, the top chef. That's what I was thinking of. I can't think of that show. Okay. So then... Um, Jolie, do you like to um, pull the tail and uh, suck the head? Do you like crawfish as well? I've never... I came out rock. <laughs> I've never been to NOLA. I've never ate crawfish. You have to remember, I'm from mayonnaise, Minnesota. So we eat a lot of salads with mayonnaise in it, and we eat hot dish, and we eat walleye and cod. Those things are. Northern. Yep. So we eat a white fish. We eat these little sunnies you catch in the lake. Um, But we don't know a lot about shellfish because we're just surrounded by lakes. So you don't like shellfish? I do. I love shellfish. I love shrimp. I love lobster. I love crab. But I've never had. Uh, no. And I live by a restaurant. Like what's it called? Um, it's a chain. Hot and now. Yes. I live. Crawfish is, if not my favorite, because it, it, sometimes I like to just make it at home. It's my favorite restaurant to go. And I like it hot and juicy, extra spicy because they have different ones. And I love their, they're the ones who, well, I, I learned about crawfish in New Orleans and I, lo- I fell in love with it there, but they have an amazing sauce, hot and juicy, extra spicy on my crawfish and then hot and juicy, extra spicy on my shrimp, shrimp with the heads though. They started doing this whole tacky thing where um, they take the heads off and I don't know what black person, and I'm blaming y'all. <laughs> what black person looks like, can y'all just do take the heads off? But now they're doing extra charge if you want the heads off. But I want to suck the head, the juice out of the heads too. Okay, like, so the, you okay? So 
pardon my ignorance. When you eat it, the, I, I, had, I just ate some yesterday. I wish I had an extra one. So you, you eat the head and the brain and everything. You take the so no oh ew no oh okay um so you twist the tail okay and mm-hmm. you take that off sounds you, fun now you have the head and you have the tail oh. but like all of it's because it's cooked in all of the juices and everything so now you take the head and okay this is for y'all ladies <laughs> you take the head and you so you rip the head off oh no you twist let's twist it you twist decapitation. First step, <laughs> you, you, you twist the tail. The tail, got it. Okay. And it comes apart. If it's a good one, it's, it's really going to just come through. Okay. You take the head. You're looking at the head. You're going you're gonna to squeeze the head, ladies. <laughs> and gentlemen, I'm not sure who's watching. Christopher, you're going to <laughs> squeeze the head, and you're going to suck the juice. You're going to suck all that out. Of the head? Yes, yes, you squeeze. Oh, oh, you just squeeze the head and you suck the juice. Now you don't put, don't do a big suck, because you could choke. You, you don't want all of that stuff in you. You, you don't want the. You just want the juices from it. Oh, okay. So you just want what it's been marinating in, yeah. but you don't want like the brain, the cerebellum, well, the too hard. Yeah, you the central nervous system. Okay, which is why you squeeze first. Okay, you squeeze so then that stuff will stay back there. And you suck the juice. And then you eat the tail. I feel like Chell's going to thank you for showing me this for multiple reasons. It's this is so good. You're going to love it, though. This is the most sexual food. <laughs> is there, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> when I was learning about it, now, when I did learn about it, there was a, 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 you know, a guy who taught me. And I was like, okay, this, tell, me, tell me about it again. Tell me about it <laughs> It, it's like it's like a little bit of porn, you know. Um, right. Is that why Karen? Because she's always like Karen always says, you know, she does the thing with her tongue. The oh, she controls her man. And then she even she even like in this episode used her finger, and she always does this licking thing. And yes, and that seems very much like what you just described. No, so it's very sexual. Putting her tongue back in her mouth, and when we get to that episode, we'll we'll go over that again. But I'll tell you one thing, uh, my partner. He doesn't mm-hmm. know how to stop trying to do that. Okay, please keep your tongue in your mouth. I don't know what Karen was talking about. Oh he, no! He keeps trying to do whatever Karen was saying. Oh, oh. I think you never controlled your man's girl. Not that way. Please keep oh. it in your mouth. That's some great depression stuff. That's the greatest <laughs> generation. We don't know what he likes. What's her husband's name again? I always forget. Um. Um. Right. Right. What Ray likes is, you know, it's that that part that that's that's real old school, real old school. Okay, Lily Leah says, be sure to purge the crawfish before you cook it. I don't know about. See, I always get my cooked. Okay. I've actually never made crawfish from home. I've made um, shrimp, crabs, um, uh, crab legs. Well, mm-hmm. crabs. I've never made crawfish from home, so that's a good. That's good. I'm gonna have to try it. Uh, Jennifer Anderson, who's a fellow Minnesotan, because if you find an Anderson. E-N or O-N, those are all, all Minnesotans. You find a lot of, uh, well, let's see, what's another one? Well, Anderson's a big Minnesota name, E-N or O-N, because I, I dated a guy who was an Anderson E-N, and then his sister went on to marry an Anderson O-N, so she didn't even have to change her last name, just one letter of it, because that's how Minnesota is. Like, you I keep did. it. I know. It's it's fun. Uh, <laughs> so she says, mayonnaise Minnesota, I know we are known for liking white food. It's true. It's just like white bread, what, vanilla ice cream. 
uh, mayonnaise. What more mayonnaise. in the fuck? Excuse and me. Tater Sorry. tot dish. We may have to remove this so that you can get a monetized. What no, is a tater tot hot dish? Let me explain it to you in a very sexual way. So, huh, it if you want a Minnesota lady or man and you want to get down, you know, you want to take it to Bone Town eventually, okay. make okay. them a tater <laughs> Make them a tater tot. You get your casserole dish busy, okay? You're going to need certain ingredients. And these ingredients no, are- white people love a casserole. Oh, we love a casserole. If we could just mix shit together. You would think white people wouldn't be so racist because we're all just mixing tons of stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, so, but we're all so weird and, and, and separated. So we, we take a um, cream of mushroom. And a okay. cream of chicken soup. Now I write this down, okay? So, okay. And you just want to shake the can out into the pan, just like get in there. But you can mix it in a bowl first if you want. And then you want to cook up some ground beef. You know? Ooh, okay, okay. You do we ground beef while we're cooking it? You're if you're white, you don't season it. But any other ethnicity, seasoned food. But white people, you we might put a dash of salt, and then we'll go. Oh, it's spicy! Oh, it's just spicy! That's hot! That's hot! Um, my dad can't eat chipotle; it's too spicy for him. So that's the kind of white we're talking about. So, and not every uh, white person in Minnesota is like this. So please don't leave hate comments. But um, this is just my experience. Um, I didn't, I didn't really find out about seasoning until I married Chell, and then he was like, oh, and, I, and he started making this food. I was like, what? What is this? And he goes, that's taste. And I go, oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I had to marry into a Latino family to actually like to into a Latin family to be like, oh, that is like I had to marry a Latino, marry into a Latin family to know what good food was. What okay. food tastes like? What food tastes like? Okay, so then, so you want to ground that beef, just ground it, you know, mm -hmm. leave a little bit of juice, but not too much juice, and then you want to mix that with the cream of mushroom and cream of chicken and just Ooh, get it all. Then you want, Ooh, yes, okay. then you want to get frozen vegetable because nothing's as healthy like some frozen ass vegetable, a medley, okay. you know, carrots, peas, green beans, just very basic. And you want to throw that on top of there and mix it in, mix okay. it in, mix it in. Then you want to um, put it, layer it, like smooth it nicely into your casserole dish. Oh, I'm getting hot thinking about casserole dishes. <laughs> Okay. You want to let just get oh, it. Oh no, Jolie, come on. I see uh -huh. you. Do your wings, yeah. girl? You gotta call. I know. I'm getting pregnant over here. Okay, so then you just you put it in your casserole dish. You make it nice and smooth, okay? And then you want to put it. Um, you want to, you know, I think the oven. I don't know the exact. I haven't made one in a while because Chell thinks they're disgusting. But um, uh, maybe like a 350 or something like that in uh -huh. the oven for a bit, and then uh, midway through, you want to get your tater tots on it. So you take frozen tater tots. And you line it up and you could double tot it. You could do a double layer, which definitely it's Minnesota is also known for carbs. So okay. cheese and carbs, so you got the tater tots and you're putting it on there and then you want to get your cheese. Now, some people do a layer of cheese underneath and Ooh. on top. Oh, okay. Mix it up. Yeah. And I, I, I recommend that. So just do that. And then you want to put it back in the oven and then you let it cook for however long. Google it. I'm, I'm not. Uh, wow a chef and then you take it out and you'll have this wonderful like shepherd's pie almost oh my god and i do love now y'all don't judge me this is the widest thing but i do love a shepherd's pie so i good. love a shepherd's pie something about those potatoes on top 
something about it. Uh, Jolene is really getting into this. Yes, I am. And if you have, like, if you're going, like, hopefully you have a casserole dish that has a top, mm-hmm. like if you're going to a party. Also, uh, a cute little carrying, like a crocheted casserole dish carrier is nice. No, I had one. No, no, no. Jolene, you are talking to a black person on this screen. <laughs> um, and now that I realize what an actual um, casserole, um, and now that I realize what an actual casserole dip is. Sorry, I'm having keto today. Um, uh, I I don't actually don't have one. Oh my gosh, I, I need to. I have a cast iron skillet. Well, that yeah, that's I probably. Do not have a no, I don't have what you. Uh, Pri, what is it? Pryx. It's a, it starts with a P. Uh, a glass one, real nice. That comes with the topper. I think the topper's red. What is it? Prylex. My husband's gonna be like, oh my god, I can't even believe you're talking about um, cooking. But he hates the things I cook. Um, casserole dish. I'm looking it up right now, you guys. I think Bonnie will know because Bonnie's a good cook. Um, and you know what? I'm like, come on, Lady Dust. She says white soul. So- <laughs> Come on, it's not a call to Big Mama, it's called a me ma. Okay, and they got it right. Now, some people might have variations like a cream of mushrooms, celery, chicken, corn. Ooh, okay, there's lots of different, uh, you know, type of casseroles you can make. Um, but the tater tot hot dish is the Minnesota delicacy. Okay, I'm gonna do that. So, it's definitely want to finish um, episode four. Oh, wait, Chris, oh, yeah. he said, can't do cream of mushroom, so no on the cream of mushroom soup. But you do like to squeeze the heads. Yep. Suck the juice. <laughs> Just yeah. double up on the cream of chicken soup or a different cream of something if you can't do mushroom. As long as there's a creamy. Okay. Speaking of a creamy base. back. To, so I have to try the crawfish. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have to. It's time. We have to go to New Orleans. That, that's just it. And I'm going to be planning our trip. Buy all the food. Oh, food. I'll pay for everything else. This is how we make things work. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube's telling me that we're having problems streaming. Are they cutting us off because we got too sexy? Um, so let me know, you guys, if you aren't seeing us. Um, I'm not sure. Let me know in the chat. Sorry, I don't mean to. No, I think they're saying yes. Okay, so we're going to keep going. All right, so now that you got a hot dish recipe, we talked about properly eating, you know, a hot and juicy crawfish. Um, yeah, we've learned a lot. Yeah, you see, this is a review. See, Jody, you did, this is a review. And the casserole dish you're looking for, Bonnie knew, like I thought, is Pyrex. Come on, Bonnie. It should be in here since the beginning. I love this girl. I don't know who she is, but I love her. The best. She's a friend of the fam. And she literally is the best. She's got tats. She's cool. She has cool children, cool grandchildren. Come on, she children. Is a great cool. You shouldn't have said the grandchildren. Probably she's very young. She's young and alive. Mm-hmm. Come but, on, Bonnie. But you could have grandchildren, you know, and then be like. That's true. At this point, because, you know, I do know a couple of grand uh, grandparents who are 30. Right? I, I do know some 30 year old grandparents. And they are raising those grandchildren on the best Megan Thee Stallion songs that they know. See, Bonnie says, I'm 69. Uh, yeah. So now we're getting too explicit. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll run through this. Um, Karen and Giselle are kind of having, you know, a little, they always have friendship issues. And uh, whatever Giselle's company is, I always forget the name of it. She's got a makeup thing. Uh, what's it called? Busy? 
Uh, every who? No, every you. Okay, so she's at like a trade show thing. Karen comes, talks to the business person. I think ubiquitous. Ubiquitous, yes, ubiquitous, and then gives a lot of information to which um, Giselle's like, "Why didn't you tell me?" Well, of course she didn't tell you because you would hate on it. So she's not going to tell you. Um, but it did look like Karen. She was like in development, but we can make it happen tomorrow. Like she really wants to get in Target. Oh. Uh, it's uh, 79 and then for the larger bottles. Then yeah. we're going to do a 39 and then for the, and then for the roller balls, we're going to have all the stuff that Giselle's been asking for for a long time. Coming soon. Coming, coming soon. soon. In development. Coming soon. Okay. Now she has all the answers. So this comes up at the night of Creole cooking um, and things get heated between Karen and Giselle because I feel bad for Karen in this instance. And I do have a soft spot for Karen. I'm going to admit it. I, I have a super soft spot for Karen, especially this season and the loss of her two parents and all that. And again, I do like her style, even her braided wig. So she's sitting there and Giselle is just messy Giselle, which, you know, we appreciate because like uh, busy and I were saying uh, when I think we were off camera mm -hmm. that she really deserves a producer credit because she sure keeps does. these storylines rolling. And so, you know, Karen feels comfy, you know, she's got her, her braids in, she's eating her food. And all of a sudden Giselle's like, and we went to a trade or she was there for you. you ubiquitous. And Karen's just like, yeah, I was. And she laughs. And, and Giselle's like, what are you laughing at? And she's like, well, I'm having a good time. I'm eating my food. I'm enjoying this. And then Giselle comes at her with the, you told this woman, this you know businesswoman at the trade show, whatever, all this information that you didn't tell me. And I feel like as your friend, I should know. And I don't know. And Karen's like, excuse me, I do not have time for this. She has to go outside and get some air. And then I think Candace chases after her. And then Karen ultimately comes back. And it's just uh, you're bleeding into my episode. A hot mess. Okay, so then done. <laughs> That's episode four. That's episode four. <laughs> all right, all right. So because because she's still outside, but you want to read the description for episode five? I would love to. I love reading the descriptions. Okay, I have to go back and pull it up because <laughs> okay. no, it was a good one. Every hue is already at uh, on the end cap clearance as a girl. I was uh, and this is uh legacy Leah, 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 legally Leah. Legally, Leah. Let me say something legally, Leah, girl, because we're on the same wavelength. And if, uh, and if you're listening to the podcast, if you want to be a part of the conversation and have your comments read, mm -hmm. girl, watch us live. Watch and us live every Wednesday. Be here every Wednesday. We Six may have to because we are getting real in depth with we, these um, things. And we're already an hour in. It's because we had a lot of kiki up front. We sure and, did. But, okay. girl, I went to uh, Tarjay. Okay. okay. Uh, every, just like Karen said, every who, because I didn't see that thing on nobody's anything. And I love to, because they have the pet stuff, right? <laughs> but they have the pet stuff right by the beauty section. I don't know if y'all ever realized that or asked why, but they have the pet stuff right by the beauty section. So after I gone through the lipsticks and uh, um, nail polish and all of the other things, I realized, oh, well, I need to get my cat a toy, you know, get my dog something nice to chew on. But let me check and see, because, you know, I love a black business. And I also yeah. love to see, um, especially depending on where the, the charge is in the realm um, of the community, if, they make, if they're making sure that they have black representation on the photos. I don't need to see Jennifer Aniston if we in the middle, of, if this uh, charge is in the middle of the ghetto. And I want to make sure that whatever, you know, um, Maybelline poster they have up. 
has um a black at this point just light skinned women, but we're still working towards it. Um, but I want to make sure they have a um representation there. So I always go into the makeup section to see who's gonna be on it. At this point, it's always um um Zendaya, but we'll take her. Um <laughs> but I didn't see any every hue anywhere I looked and when I say I searched up and down, I look I it looked like I was looking for myself. I was, maybe it sold out. Oh, so Tawana, she put, yep, I noticed when I went the other day. Did you see any every hue? Y'all put it in the comments, girl. I think it's every who. I did not see it anywhere. It was nowhere to be. I was, where is Waldo up here, <laughs> I could not find it anywhere. But let me get into the... um. Oh, okay, yes. I'll read the description. Um, episode five, The Big Easy Showdown. Giselle takes the ladies on an emotional journey to a plantation where her ancestors were enslaved. But the experience is too much for a still grieving Karen to handle. The women hit the legendary Bourbon Street for a night of fun. But the merriment comes to a startling halt when Candace questions Ash's intentions to have a baby. Busy. Give it to me. Here we go, y'all. Here we go. So I'm going to try to keep this one short because every time I talk about or see this um, episode, I get extremely emotional. Yeah. Um, it's it's really heavy. It's extremely heavy. Um, and it's a history and a rootness that reminds me and maybe other black people and um, individuals in America why we are what we are. Like why society, our communities, like why we are where we are. And even when we did the rewatch today, I like I was like, I'm not I just can't watch this part. Like I'm trying to be upbeat. And not that we don't need to hear it, not that we don't need to be a part of it. And I feel like I have to preface it. It's just it's so heavy. And uh, outside of the real life world that we're living in, I want to kick you with my girlfriend, Jolene, and let's have some fun. So um, there's some parts that I'm going to, I'm not going to gloss over and I'm not glossing over because they're not important. There's real life and real work happening. Mm-hmm. And what you get away from here, you, if anybody who's listening to the sound of my voice, you could donate to black lives matter, the bail project and other um, community organizations. You can go onto the um, say their names uh, website um, and donate there any community organizations and fights. Yeah. Um, so it's not that we're glossing over it because it doesn't matter as a black man. Uh, it's, it's heavy and I, 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 I have to deal with it 24 seven. Let's kick key right now. So we go to Gisela because she removes herself, um, from, uh, the, the meeting that they're the um the dinner that they're having and they've cooked and she's please don't follow me please so candace goes out there candace says she understands her because they have a connection karen is going through a lot she's lost both of her parents her husband's broke but they still have to pay for her daughter's college they're trying to downsize what's going on she doesn't live in her house we're trying to figure out what's going on so um, candace goes out there she's talking to her um and she's basically saying like look i'm on your side um you know, we, we have this and don't let them bother you. Mm-hmm. Karen comes back inside. She smiles. Thank you so much, Candace. Um, <laughs> I love your Karen. <laughs> thank you so, much. so they come back inside. Oh, do I have a, I, I do have it ready. So Karen comes back inside. She's sitting down. Um, Giselle, I just want to say, Giselle, I never would have thought in a million years, because as Karen and Candace was outside, 
Um, Monique had questions like, what was the problem? Why was, why was it an issue? And Giselle said, look, if we're trying to rekindle our friendship or regain our friendship, um, the questions that she asked the woman um, that put my stuff in Target are things that I've been asking her for a minute. Mm -hmm. Why could she not talk to me about those things? And if this is a true friendship, I feel like she should have been able to talk to me about it. And I will say where Karen was at fault was that when they were talking at Ubiquitous, she did say, well, uh, Giselle knows all of this. Oh, bitch, no, I don't. <laughs> you didn't send that memo to me. Um, but she's like, oh, seventy ninety nine. Oh, you're, you're so good. Thank you for asking these questions. Oh, oh, you're really a duck. Oh, I guess Giselle knows. And Giselle's like, girl, <laughs> I, I, I've never seen this information before. So Giselle's like, if we're friends, we're friends. If we're not, we're not. So as they're going through that, um, Monique seems to understand like okay i see what's going on so when um, karen comes back she was like you know i was just answering the questions you brought the woman in front of me i thought it was very sweet of you very very sweet very big of you i never in a million years would i think that you would have been upset about that and i apologize for that you know i'm just going through a lot you know this is a business transaction you know you know just taking time with it so they come to a common ground that candace talks about you know, this is why you need to communicate with each other because I'm having problems with, and issues with my mother and I need to go to therapy with my mother because, you know, being raised by a therapist, you need a therapist. Oh my gosh. Yes. Girl, I wish I was because then I have more money because my mom was not in anybody's therapy, nurse, or nothing. But girl, <laughs> give me, let me be raised by a therapist. I promise you I wouldn't be crying. I'll cry with money. Um, <laughs> anyway, did she meet the therapist for her mother? She said she was on the phone with her mother the other day. Uh, and they were talking about something. And her mom said, you know what? You're a dumbass bitch. <sighs> and everybody around the table said, oh, your mother culture. And I was thinking to myself, and this is no shame because I love my mama dearly. And my mama loves me dearly. We're best friends. Mom called me out all the time. <laughs> no way. Oh, yes. Okay, she but if, for jokes or like when she was mad oh, at you? No, no. See, but I don't know where her mom is. Candace seems so sensitive that if her mama was just like, girl, you a dumbass me, she would have been like, I just, mom, you think it's a joke, but it's, I just, I, I, I'm not sure. But she says she needs to start having um, therapy with her mother and Karen, who just lost both of her parents, was like, look, I need y'all to stop uh, arguing and crying about this uh, this itty bitty Peggy stuff, okay? Because if, soon you'll have no reason to argue about anything at all. And I lost my father, um, and I always say this to individuals who are like arguing with their parents or whatever. It's a pain that you just don't understand. You need to get over this and call your daddy, call your mama, because once once they're gone, like it's they're it, like it's gone. They're gone. And I understood Karen when she was saying. I do not want her arguing and crying about this frivolous stuff because once her mother, mother once her mother is gone, like that's it. Mm -hmm. So we move on from that. Just but she also mentioned, sorry to interrupt you. Um, yeah. I think this is the moment where I was like, oh my gosh, her mom at 10 years old diagnosed her as bipolar, which I think is just disgusting. Um, as uh, I have to say it, as a mother and also as a therapist to put that kind of thing on your daughter because bipolar disorder is so, so, so stigmatized. I was misdiagnosed bipolar and it took the meds for like eight years. And it was from a doctor who had seen me in a crisis situation for like 15 minutes. And then going forward, 
and I, I never had any mania or manic episodes. Um, and then I finally went to see like a, a guy who I don't want to brag, but he um, was a psychiatrist who saw a, a, a Britney Spears at one time when she was having issues and he's in um, Beverly Hills. It was just like, whatever, let's splurge oh. a little bit because I was feeling like this is, uh, this isn't the right diagnosis for me, but I just started, I, I was like, all right, well, if you say dude who just uh, met me, but then looking back and the things that needed to happen in order for that diagnosis, I didn't have, and I never experienced like manic episodes and things like that. So um, I think, but just having it for eight years or like, you know, like someone saying I did and me identifying myself is that it was, it's very, very stigmatized that and borderline personality disorder, I think is are two of the most still you will hear on reality shows, especially people will be like that bitch is bipolar when she's just being a bitch. Like yeah. people think just, if you like change your mind, that's bipolar. That's it's nothing. It's so misunderstood and like mental health itself. So I, and I know we differ on this and I love that we do differ on stuff because that's what makes the conversation fun. But mm -hmm. I really feel like Candace's mom, Dorothy is just, uh, I don't want to disrespect her cause that's someone's mom, but that is, we some, don't know that bitch. but that is some low, low shit to tell a 10 year old and put that on her. She, yeah, she's a more sensitive human, but I think I relate to Candace in that way. Cause I'm kind of a sensitive person too. And I'm someone who like, cries and whatever. I probably should have one of those little, um, you know, tissues ready. But I think that, um, that was when I heard that I was just like, man, I think Candace, I know we differ. Cause you're like, I think she's a little dramatic and she very well seems to Man. be, <laughs> but having a mom like that, who refuses to validate your feelings, who refuses to be empathetic when you're crying out for it, it is so sad to watch. And then her having your parent, that person you trust label you and incorrectly when you're a specialist in that fucking thing like you you have a responsibility with that md that you have to or a phd or whatever to um you know be someone who doesn't just throw around these diagnoses and labels when you're mad or to put someone down because i feel like she was saying that to put her down so I, that's just my just no, and i and i i appreciate and i i first i appreciate you telling your story mm -hmm. Um, oh, thanks. I go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it definitely needs to be. We don't know what Dorothy specializes in. You know, she's a therapist, but I go to um um a psychology today, and you can have a therapist for several different things. Yeah. So I don't know what she actually is a therapist or the um therapizing. We're gonna create that word in. <laughs> Um, not empathy. She does not. Uh, she, you cannot select her for that. Okay. No. You will not be able to select her for that. Um, <laughs> but I do appreciate you. Cause I, I, I agree in the aspect of sometimes she's not the most empathetic or sympathetic to Candace's needs. And to tell a child that, cause it becomes a part of you. Yes. Um, and, she didn't have to take medication, but I can only imagine what it feels like if it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to start to bring home some medicine because you need it. Mm -hmm. um, and what could have happened to her? So I'm glad you were, because I, I glossed over that because it's like, hey, this girl. But I, I also don't have that journey and that story. 
Um, so I appreciate you. I just feel bad as a 10 year old, like having your mom label you something that is very serious and people like struggle with bipolar, um, and finding the right meds and, you know, with episodes, I mean, there's, it's, I could get into all the specifics. There's bipolar two, bipolar one, blah, blah, blah. But, um, I was just like, oh my gosh, Candace, like I just, my heart breaks for her. She's this little girl that just, I feel like it's borderline, like emotional abuse in my opinion. Yeah. So sorry. Go ahead. No, you're right. right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> put some bees in the comments and some handcuffs for <laughs> Jolene because you know she had the money to get Britney Spears on. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Y'all put that in the comment. Okay. I just felt fancy. Y'all went in with uh, me because I was like, a humble brag. She, she said, <laughs> "I have four homes." Let's put, please put four homes in the comments for Jolene. I wish. Oh my god. In the comments for Jolene. So then. <laughs> They go back to the hotel, and then we have Candace, Giselle, and Katie. They went back to the hotel room, and uh, Giselle is talking to Candace. She's like, hey, you were able to bring her back in, so it seems like you have a little bit of hold on her. You you understand her. And they start talking about how, you know, Candace, she's, she's grieving. She's grieving. I will say, <laughs> I say this all of the time. And it doesn't matter where I am, what I'm doing. I could be in the shower. I'm. I just bust out. She's grieving. And <laughs> it just happens. And I think I, I need to go to therapy for it. Come on, lady. Come on, lady. She said, "Look, four homes." Yes, she doesn't. <laughs> She's grieving. She's grieving. She's grieving. She's grieving. And it's from that, it's just from the seat of Giselle, Candace, and Katie talking. And she's like, you know, you have to be a little bit more careful and sensitive. But um. Katie's because she's going through, I mean, with Kim, because she's going through something. Um, and you have to take, you know, you have to be very gentle with that. She's grieving, you know? And now that's what I say all the time. And maybe I need therapy. <laughs> we all need therapy. That, <laughs> I cannot stop saying she's grieving. She's grieving. Um, it could be a little OCD, which I've also had. So, sure, we can talk about it. <laughs> now, I am diagnosed with that. And that's none of y'all business, but that is why I we I can watch the same thing over and over and over. But see, my comes in repetition. Mm-hmm. I could watch it. And, and and my partner was like, I don't understand how this works. It's all right. This is the 16th um, time we're watching this episode today. Yep. And we're going to watch it again. And mm-hmm. I wanted, I, I, and I don't even need to watch So I'm going to skip past and we're going to start to the to the part that I want to watch it again. Because it needs <laughs> to be in the same aspect. Exactly. Because otherwise, you know, everything will fall apart. Everything is going to fall apart. Everything is going to fall apart. So what's, every, what's it's not in order or in that frame, then I, oh, I get real dramatic. And it's like, okay, I'm done. Like I get... I get very, I, I retreat. Yeah. It's, we'll talk about it offline. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, she's grieving. But then uh, as, uh, Candace starts to talk about Ashley drinking like she's thirsty, which is normally when you drink, like Giselle said. Um, I don't think she really wants to have a baby. And we'll see. Because if I was drinking, I mean, if I was uh, trying to get pregnant, I'll be drinking cucumber water, strawberry water, lemon water, grapefruit water, little lemon zest, lemon mint bomb water. You know, she'll be doing all those things. And it's like, girl, okay, well, we'll see. So then after that, we go to the next day and they're preparing for the event. Um, Karen and Monique, they have breakfast together. Now, Karen seemed like she was eating French toast. And this is real. This is how in depth I get into the. Um, yes. Karen looked like she was eating pancakes um, and French toast together. She had but, hash browns too, right? 
I, it looked like Monique was eating Cajun rice. <laughs> Maybe so for pregnant. breakfast. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Yeah, she did say. Now I have never been with child. I've I've been with women who've been with child. Um, and this is why I feel her her story her segment because um, this is true to. But when I was in college, um, my girlfriend we got pregnant. And she was gonna have the baby, and I decided, you know what, we we're gonna have it. And my mom hated it. Oh, she was like, no. "You're gonna want to be such a good dad, so you're gonna drop out of college, you're gonna come back home, and all of this stuff." So, but I like, I was like, I wanted to be in my because my actual father was not in my life, so I was gonna be at this um um child's life. And I remember us having a miscarriage, and just how much of a toll it took on us because it took me so much time to get ready. Yeah, and then we got ready, and then we didn't have it. I was still a teenager; I was nineteen. Oh. Um, I'm so, so sorry, I, that's awful. Oh, it's all right. I'm that was a long time ago, and she's had four children since. Okay, uh, well, good. <laughs> she's, she's God. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was saying, I feel it, but Cajun rice, first of all, what menu did they bring out? Girl, when I go to Burger King, get a Burger King breakfast, I can't get a Whopper. <laughs> what menu did they bring out for her? Maybe they had a buffet. Sometimes they'll do like a brunch buffet and they'll mix in a little bit of, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm is, that, is that tater tot casserole? <laughs> like, oh, I, I love I, that. I, I was, it was just very ricey. So <laughs> she was talking about that. She's having a rainbow baby party. She wants to bring her mother in and try to like cement the relationship because this is going to be her next child. This and that. I did have a problem with her saying, and I need you to stop telling this story, Monique, to people. Uh, you know, people kept coming up to me, congratulations on a rainbow baby, congratulations on a rainbow baby. So then I finally looked it up. Bitch, you don't talk to all these people and you couldn't ask one person what's a rainbow baby? <laughs> she pulled a Jolene. She didn't want to look stupid, so she just pretended she knew. You you could <laughs> ask one person. What you could ask one person, Monique? Okay, every, everybody kept coming up uh, came, coming up to me. Congratulations on the rainbow baby. Congratulations. So then I finally looked it up. You, you could ask one person, girl. <laughs> do you know these people who kept saying rainbow baby? Like that's just I was very concerned. Oh, so then God. after this, and I, I and you guys were just gonna we're gonna go through this a, a little quickly. They went to the Whitney Plantation. Mm-hmm. Um the Whitney Plantation is um a plantation, and this is a fun fact because I don't know if a lot of people know that and this is why. And I hate to do this on your channel, this is why a lot of white people are getting upset because we have these plantations and museums in the South that are dedicated to what happened here and not the, and not the actual history of the people who built and made it. Mm-hmm. And um, this is one of the few plantations that said, look, let me tell y'all something. Okay, black people built it. Mm-hmm. They lived here, they maintained it, and this is what it's going to be about. And I appreciated that, and I love that. Um, and that's where Giselle's taking them. Their family's been there for a while. Um, um, her father's very, very, very ingrained. Now, that's a man who could talk to me forever. Okay, yeah. I was trying to find me a Michael Darby. Yes. Well, oh, he's so much better. Like, if you're looking for, like, an older gentleman who's got his stuff together, might have a little money in his pocket, as my grandpa would say, a little wham, walking around money, you come know. On, well. you, come on, Kitty. Oh, she said, I know. I come. she said they're talking about black people, and I'm ready. <laughs> I'm protesting. Ready. No, Tilly is not a Karen. She's a Tilly. Yes, come on, Tilly. <laughs> come on, Black Lives Matter. As soon as we started, she came on through. 
<laughs> she wants to learn. Um, so I would definitely go for Giselle's day way before Michael Darby. I know what you're oh saying. I mean, God, yes. Very distinguished. Just and like he has the, you know, if you are sitting down and writing, you know, he came in the room and said something. You'll look up. Yes. Who said it? Who said it? he just commands the room? He just commands. Yes. So um, they talk about all of that. They go through the uh, plantation history. Her family has a very, very rich history. I actually would employ any of you guys to like go watch it. It's such a. It's just so. It's such. Now I get emotional, so I can't. I just cannot go through all of the aspects. But it's such a powerful episode. Mm -hmm. Um, so necessary. And he goes through the history and the legacy of their family and what happened. And to be honest, their great grandparents ended up owning it. To be honest, she, she, the lady was running it for a while. Mm -hmm. okay. And now I had to write down the shady part as they was going through the history because the um, slave owner and um, his wife they ended up dying. Also, then the matriarch of like the black family they started to own it and run it, but her family were the slaves. Um, because the next door neighbor, he couldn't keep his uh peeing in his pants. He kept coming back over, back and forth, back and forth. Um, now he must have had some after because after a while you gotta be like, okay, you know, I'm I'm here for it. Okay. But that's not he doesn't know look here today. Um, so she said, Look, I'm gonna give up some of my property as collateral. And Giselle's daddy said, Carol, you know what we're talking about, right? Oh my gosh, I know girl, in the midst of the tragedy. Karen was so immersed in the situation, obviously. And then to have the dad shade her like that on her finances and stuff, it was like, <laughs> he really is Giselle's dad. He really, really is. You cannot deny it. Okay. He said, oh. it said you are the father. Um, she said, and she had to give us a collateral. Uh, and here, Karen is, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about Karen. You know, you had to give up some collateral. Okay. So I thought that was witty. Um, after that, they go into, um, they drive around the slave quarters, um, which I actually thought was interesting because I've been to, yeah, white people was teaching me, so just let's just let, leave it there. But I've been to a lot of plantations, mm -hmm. uh, and it, we always saw places where the slave quarters were, but not actually the slave quarters. But the house that they built, though, was still intact and well, okay, and everything else. But this plantation, like, still had the slave quarters and, like, where they live. Oh, I just, I need to go visit. I've never seen it before. I need to go visit. Because that that's where the power is. That's where the people, that's where the feelings are. I could just, oh. Anyway, but um, as they were going through it, they stopped at a memorial site where they were, it was, the memorial site was created for children who died during slavery. And... It was just, everything was just very powerful. Everything that happened, I implore you all to go, go watch because I told you I get emotional. No. So, uh, just watch it. It's, it's so, and Monique was pregnant during this time. I know. And to just be a part and having to see that, because they talked about women being with child and how they just dug a hole and put the, her, her belly in there, but still whipped the women. You, you put your belly in the hole because we still need that property. But you still gonna get these lashings, and it's just, it's just, uh, and being with child during this, the same, uh, no. just, uh it's just so, y'all go watch the episode. Outside of all of that, y'all, 
because I'm trying not to be too much. Yeah, it was very important that they showed that in the episode because I feel like we had a little bit in Atlanta where Portia had her her infamous, um, how'd they get the train down there for the Underground Railroad? And her coming from... It's not electric like we have today. No, I <laughs> Portia, I love you. Um, and But this was very, very, like Busy saying, just, I mean, so powerful and so important to watch. And that's why I wish, you know, people would um people of my skin color would watch uh potomac and things like that because i think you can you can like learn a lot of stuff and the stuff that you know they were showing is like things i never thought about and i don't want to talk about too much because i want to be respectful to the fact that you've brought up that like we're gonna this is is very yeah like Uh, yeah what medication yeah was katie on oh god that girl was so not there. Now, I will say this. Now, that was the humor that I found in all of this. Katie looked like she took all types of uh, antidepressants. Well, I think that's more of like a Xanax mix of some sort. When oh, you- my gosh. She had those sunglasses on and she was just like... Yeah, that's... I mean, this is just speculation, but that's like a Xanax. Katie was hot. Yeah, she was, that was hot. She was definitely very chill. Very chill. You know, maybe some kind of muscle relaxer. She was so high during that whole thing. Katie was, I and, 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 and when I was in, in the scenes as I was going through the game, I oh missed Katie. Katie was so high. And you look through the scenes, Katie was on all of the pills. <laughs> she was just sitting there like everybody had an umbrella, and Katie did not. Okay, Katie was. On. Katie was protected by whatever she was. Whatever world she was, was in. Beauty, that was the beauty of the scene. So that I will say that I can bring that. That was the beauty of the scene. After that, they leave. Uh, his daddy, the hard daddy, so excited for them to be there. They get back on the bus. Girl, Robin, the effed up because Robin said, "You know, I took my genealogy." Oh, she did. Yes, this is the part. Uh... And, uh, Candace said, uh, well, well, "What did it say?" Well, it says that I am a European African mix. Oh, Katie said, well, well what was the percentage? Um, it says that I was um 59% European. percent <laughs> This light skinned. These green eyes, and I'm glad they did a flashback because Katie said, girl, when um that last season, sorry, first season, when Robin was like, I'm not biracial, how dare you? This is it. It's all, and Katie said, look, girl, now I may be drunk high and not really on my stuff like that and trying to get my children to be Jewish, but you don't look like this stuff is straight out of Africa. And here she, uh, oh, this is disrespectful. Girl, let me tell you something. I was right. And that's everything that Katie's face said. I said so. 59%. And you know, if she did her whole genealogy, I don't even I don't even oh, think yeah. that when she was telling the truth that how much of her was black because I'm sure she had other types of stuff. She said she was in North Carolina, her family's from North Carolina, so is mine. And there's a lot of Native American descent in, in my family. Girl, I know you white. 
that, that, that's really what I want to tell her. You're white living in those apartment buildings with your black husband. And Robin, you, I'm telling you, girl, you owe, you owe Katie an apology. You owe Katie an apology. And Giselle gave her apology in the form of her daddy saying, girl, you white too. Okay, uh, I can't believe. It. Oh, this is this this is a slap in the face. Katie said, "Girl, don't slap because I tried to tell you before you got this test." Okay, <laughs> Katie okay. gave her the test. She didn't even need to do it. <laughs> girl, you got green eyes, this light skin. That'll come if you straight out of Africa, and you're fifty nine percent, sixty percent. We're gonna round it up to sixty percent. That only leaves forty percent, and your family came to Amer- the Americas. And they're part of slave trade, so we already know they're 59%, so now you got 40%. Think about the Native American history. Now we have the, all of these other people that they couldn't mess with. Girl, how much are you African-American? Now, if you're black, you're black in this country, so I'm going to give it to you. But don't try to make it seem like you're not biracial, okay? you barely here with us, girl, okay? So <laughs> moving on, because Katie got her. Katie, now, Katie didn't get her together, but she gave her a look like. Mm-hmm. And it took a some seasons to finally for hit for Katie three finally to be seasons. Three seasons. Yep. And I don't even think Katie was sober enough to know somebody <laughs> said, man, it's a tequila. You gonna wait till Katie's uh, drunk like this out here. It's <laughs> ridiculous. So after that, um they, they said they're gonna be going out that night. Now that wig that um Giselle had on was that very similar to the green one that you had? Yeah, that's pink, great. The pink well, no, because mine was straight, but theirs was a little step up from Party City. Uh, but definitely like costumey. Of course, I liked it because that's totally my my. Of course, I did, Busy. Come on, let's be real. Of course, I was like, oh my god, she looks so good. Uh, I don't. I'm not lying either. I totally did. So, but yeah, that it was similar in that. Um, well, hers hers is even actually hers is better than mine. So that's how bad mine was. If you didn't like Giselle's, <laughs> so she she came down with the um she came down with the wig. Um, Katie came down, and um, Ashley comes down. So as they're talking, um, you know they already talked on the way home that you know uh, uh, Karen went back onto her room with that braided wig. She called her husband. <laughs> you know I'm just grieving. She cannot come out. It's just a lot. And I believed her during the time. You know, when you go to memorial sites and stuff like this, and it is a lot. I remember the, last, the first time I went to, like, the Black History Museum, it was just like, I needed to sit for a minute. It's just a lot. First of all, it takes, a, it takes forever to get through it because our history is so long that nobody ever really gone through it. But then now it's just this heaviness that's weighing on you. And she just lost her two parents. Yeah, she's she going to have to sit this one out. Yeah. But going on Instagram Live, girl, Giselle said she was just calling upstairs. Now, I wonder if she has the people number because she said, well, let's see how every, if everyone else is coming down. She goes on Instagram Live. Here's Karen. Oh, South Africa loves you all. I love South Africa, too. Oh, yes. Thank you. Giselle was like, she don't know nobody in South Africa. Girl. And Giselle was trolling. She started to troll. Uh, we're waiting upstairs for you. Come yes. Where are you? Hey, Karen. No, you're not. Mm-mm, excuse me. She's grieving. She's grieving. <laughs> so after they told her, everybody came downstairs except for Robin. Because I'll tell you one thing. She's 60% white, but she's always on CPT. And black people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so they get to the um, bar. They have fun. I think it's really fun. 
Candace does um, confessionals around Ashley's drink, have excessive drinking. I don't know why she's like so obsessed with this. Because she didn't have the garbage that she needed. I I, 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 I sympathize with her because sometimes you don't say the right thing. But Mm -hmm. I I knew what she was going. Okay. Um, But uh, they have fun at the bar, but she has a lot of confessionals about, you know, Ashley's drinking. Um, Ashley, let me tell you something. I'm so tired of you and this uh, manufacturer storyline. Please don't tell my husband that I had shot Ashley oh. before this on the camera. I need you to go away from me with this, Apollo. I'm so over you. Always coming on the camera. Okay, don't tell my husband. Okay, let's keep this a secret. Uh, yeah. But we'll, we'll leave it alone. Clearly, that relationship has a lot of secrets. <laughs> do they, though? My mic, my mic wasn't working. No, it wasn't, yeah. girl. We'll take it away from you. Yes, it was. Yeah. They have secrets in quotes that they're pretending. There we go. There we go. Secrets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they um, have fun at the bar. It, look, it just looked like so much fun. Robin finally comes. Did they leave? So um, they go back to the room. And they start showing their boobs. You know, she's like, okay, here you go, girl. Give me some beats because we're in NOLA. Uh, um, the show your boobs stage of drunkenness. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't even think that Katie needs to be there. So, because she was the one who really took them down. She did. And she was shaking. And ooh. Then they start talking about XEX because Candace still uses rubber with her husband. She says That's she's weird. She That's says she's a hurdle, so she doesn't want to. She said, "Look, if anything touches these eggs, they're, they're snatching onto it, yeah. and she needs to be very, very careful." Y'all remember tangent? Y'all remember in "Look Who's Talking" when they used to show the um, yes, and the eggs together yeah. before? That was and so they, weird. It was so weird, and it was like kind of, it was kind of graphic. And then they would be like talking to each other, right? Talking, yes. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I, I that just came to mind, you know what? But I also do miss that Kirstie Alley. Yeah, now we have the Trumper Kirstie Alley. We have the uh, one who's very far removed from reality, but she was on Celebrity Big Brother UK. But they made a lot of allowances for her. They definitely so that she would stay and do well. Was she the big one or the little one? Uh, what do you mean? You know, it's, it, they're twin. They're Siamese or they're, they're twin sisters who come out. At different times. Sometimes we get the big Kirstie Alley. Oh, she was definitely anyone. So we don't know which one we're going to get what year. Yeah. She was the, uh, a bigger size then. Yeah. Okay. So, so her other sister was out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked, so going back to the show, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, she said she murder. So then they go to, they start talking about uh, fertility. I want to say, and I didn't write this note down. I want to say Katie actually manufactured this, but it was, oh, are you talking about how such and such doesn't believe such and such? And then uh, Ashley was like, oh, you don't believe I'm trying to get pregnant? And Candace was like, well, who doesn't? Girl, you don't? want. Well, I'm just, you know, you're drinking a lot. And, you know, if I have a cold uterus and going to Chinese doctors, well, the Chinese doctor said I could drink. That doesn't mean your uterus is not cold, Ashley. What is going on here? <laughs> I don't believe that you should be drinking so much. Uh, well, I wouldn't be drinking if I was. Here goes Monique. And uh, Monique, and this is why I stopped liking you. Because even in her confession, now I see. You see how they was treating me last year? I know exactly how it feels. Let it happen. This is a reality show. Let it happen. Let, uh, let, let us drag her. But no, instead, you can drink when you're pregnant. What are you trying to say? I would have slapped the shit out of her. 
I, whose side are you on? Oh, so in that moment, you're saying Monique, because I I feel like they were all saying, hey, we all drank uh, when we were getting pregnant. But Monique should not have. Yeah, everybody else can say it. But really? When Monique came into it, because we're close. We're close. If you had a, if you had an issue, wait till we get away and be like, yo, girl, yeah, now you let her have it because you know how she did me last year, but you know you can drink when you're pregnant. But in Mon- Monique's defense, maybe she didn't feel like it was going to escalate to that point. So, so she was kind of maybe trying to diffuse it in her own way, being like, no, girl, you can drink when you're pregnant. We've all done it. Just like, let's move on. That's kind of an old wives' tale. I don't know. And I want to say, shut up. <laughs> shut up, girl. Like I said, Ashley. Cause you said she was a drunk last year. Cause I, I probably, if she had something to say, I, I would have brought her into it. Because, <laughs> but she better than me. Cause I would have said, did she just say you was drinking like a? Fi-? Did she just say you got to a car accident last year because of your drinking? Didn't somebody say you lost a baby because you were drinking? Because of what Ashley said. <laughs> tell her. Tell don't tell me. Tell her. That's what I would have said. But Candace, she not. She, the, her gaze really ain't giving her what she need. Oh, mm. because uh, I would have been like, oh, but girl, uh, oh, you can't drink while you're pregnant. Oh, but didn't somebody comment and say, because that's what they said, uh, episode three, um, season three reunion, didn't somebody leave a comment and say that that's why you um miscarried because you were drinking because Ashley said you were drinking? Tell her. Ooh. Tell her. Don't don't come at me. Tell her. But mm-hmm. that, that's another thing for another show. Uh, and then after that, they just got done. Oh, well, she should be able to tell her story, and then we all have our and not then Ashley start to piggyback. Uh, well, I this is my story, this is my journey. <laughs> and that was the end of the episode. Episode six, I mean, episode five. <laughs> You're like, episode six. Um, yeah, it was uh, ended in a drama field night. Um, that was a good. It was a. It was. It, it was a powerful and a good episode. Now the one you had. Yeah. That's why it took so long because that was a good episode. Right. Um, these are all like the. I mean, this whole season. There was something I wanted to say around. Um, and now I can't think of what it was. But it uh, love to be Jolene every time. No, because you're you're like in it and you're describing it so great, and I want to pay attention like a listener, and I don't want to interrupt you. Um, but okay, so I love how where like I love I do like Candace, but I also am very partial to Monique. I like myself some Monique, and I do feel like I've seen and we're coming up on it. Candace um, throw Monique under the bus. Um, now I do think you're right though, as far as Candace goes, when she makes some of these comments. I think later she even says in her, her confessions, "I wish I wouldn't have said that. Well, I shouldn't have said that to that yeah. person." And oh, this is my best friend. What? She's one of my close friends right here, Mel. Mel. Mel? Yeah, well, Mel Mel is fun. Mel Mel said I was drunk when I got pregnant. And I believe it. I probably got her that way. Yeah. <laughs> and I I do understand, like Kim is saying, as my show friend, you have my back around the girls. Um, yes. It didn't seem malicious, in my opinion, when I was watching Monique, but because I don't you know. Made it for them, everybody, just mm-hmm. like she said, at that di- I think this was your episode, just like she said at this dinner. Oh, well, you know, you got to be careful what you say around. Uh, well, we haven't got to the episode yet, but you have to be careful what you say around these these tracks, as she always likes to say, because they'll take it and they'll run with it. Mm-hmm. If you can say that to me, then you know when or what to say. Yeah. 
So maybe, yeah, maybe she should have pulled her aside, but I really didn't see it as a malicious thing um, that Monique was doing when watching it. So it's fun to see how we both take, I know a busy's like, okay, Jolene, move on. Um, <laughs> Monique. So I think we, have, I think we have enough time to, do episode six. Yeah, let's just let's run through episode six. So episode six is boundaries, bayous, and beignets. Yes, uh, the ladies wrap up their time in the Big Easy with some enlightening and frightening experiences, but unresolved issues fester between Ashley and Candace. Giselle throws an 80th birthday party for her father, and Old Flame makes a special appearance. Tired of being singled out, Karen unleashes her fury on Giselle and leaves everyone speechless. Okay, so um, let's go with the first thing here. Unresolved isru- uh, issues between Ashley and Candace. You know, uh, Giselle's like everyone. I love when Giselle said everyone uh, under 5'5 five, five out of my room because you're causing problems. And I also love when Kate- Katie was like, not to be rude, I just showed you guys my tits, but I'm drunk, I have to go to bed. And then she goes to bed. And every time- well, Katie was like, I'm not on this show, so uh, <laughs> I'm wasted to- uh, I'll be gone. Watching Katie get ready in these episodes, and I feel like Barely. we have a very s- similar routine with putting our wigs on, like right before we head out the door, and it's all like disheveled and stuff. So I get it. I get Kate. I feel like I understand so much more of Katie now that we're seeing um, more of her. Um, okay, so obviously, you know, uh, residual things are, are boiling over from the previous episode, but we have this big 80th birthday party that's coming up, and uh, again. Giselle's poor dad has to wait on his birthday in the lobby while all these women are late. Giselle's like, Katie, you come in? And Katie's like, I need 15 minutes. And Giselle's like, you can have seven. She goes, I need 15. And Giselle's like, F these ladies. Like, they got to get going. So- Giselle is on time. Now, Giselle is punctual. on time. Yep. think she's always been punctual since season one. Giselle has always been Which on is crazy time. that she's not completely annoyed by Robin because I think Robin, however, we will see an episode coming up where Robin's the first one there. And I was like, what? How, how did, does she live down the street? How did this happen? She um, does not. She does not. And no. I'm you immediately. She does not. She lives nowhere near me. And uh, Candace does live near me. So she lives nowhere near me. So how did, like, we'll have to talk about that when we get to that episode. But how she, was just, she was at the homeless shelter doing something with the homeless shelter uh, down there. She, uh, she needed her car jump. Nobody came to jump it. Something was going on, but she she does not live near me. And she was on time because of some <laughs> freak accident. Okay. So we, but for some reason, we will see Robin in the future. Uh, be there on time. So then. What? You know what? And I appreciate you, Jolie, for being <laughs> We have to acknowledge people when they do the right thing. Right? Because it's, I get it. I get we're it. All time one, one yeah, time. one time, you know, maybe we could turn this into a pattern. You never know. Hope versus ex- expectation. All right. So they head out to this party and um they are dan- they are singing. They have the band there. It's very New Orleans. It's very Nola. It's just like the whole experience. Her dad is thrilled. He's so happy. He's surrounded by friends and family. She's kind of surprising him. They're all dressed in white. They go to a bar. Karen and um uh, Katie finally show up and Katie's just like, can I check the tag on your shirt? Oh my God. I love, first of all, I love the line. And moving with it. I love everything about it. it. First of all, it just reminds me of HBCU. It reminds me of the band. It reminds me of the liveliness. It reminds me of, I love that they all were white because it signifies life. And it just, 
they were just all going to it. First of all, how much money do you think it costs to get um to get somebody to follow you? I think a lot. And for that time frame, and even follow the late people, because they even were with Karen and Katie. So they waited outside and then did their So they had them probably all night. They probably escorted all the guests out or something, maybe. Um, I don't know. Oh my God, that's but a possibility. I know you'll be surprised, but another thing I've never done is been a part of a line like that and done anything cool like that. Jolene. Yeah, let I'm me tell you something. And I promise y'all, everyone listening to iTunes who are, who's going to rate this show after this, um, and everyone on YouTube, I'm going to make sure that Jolene can check on noodle soup. Jolene's going to be able to do the Dougie. I think I... And these are old. These are old. These are old. What's and a I chicken to- noodle soup? I can do the kid in play. I can do the Roger Rabbit, the running man. I see. And I, we're not going to go as far back as the running man because it's played <laughs> out. What about the kid in play? That's always in fact. Anyway, yeah, we can, you can always kid and play it. You can always right. kid and play it. So we're, we're going to make sure she has... Jolene's going to be here. The hip-hop rapping girls time. She's going to be here. And she's going to be able to move. Okay, she's going to have the moves like Jagger. Okay, What's the I, chicken noodle I, soup? I feel or, like that's like a noodley. Like, uh, no, it's, 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 oh, it's, oh, it's, a, New York, <laughs> it's a New York thing. It's all. But Jolene's going to be able to, you know, do it like the best of us, better than y'all. And that wig's going to be braided like a uh, <laughs> curl. <laughs> and y'all be able to see. We're going to, we're, we're going to. We're gonna really, we're gonna really do it up. The chicken I'm, noodle soup. Uh, I think I'm, it looks like I'm having a seizure, but this is a dance. <laughs> yeah, girl, that's nowhere near it. Okay, nowhere near it. You're. This is Candace's mother trying to sympathize with her. That's what it looks like. <laughs> You're nowhere near. Uncomfortable it. and cringy. Yeah. Okay, and impossible. Um, <laughs> so we're at this party. We get introduced to a little bit of Giselle's family because she's got family that lives in Nola. She's got family that lives there, and we see this like old flame now. Hmm. I know that's why they say you can't go home again because this gentleman, I, I don't know. Um, I wasn't a fan. I was like, what were you not a fan of, Jolene? Tell I me. I found he he seemed kind of like uh, square. Like he just didn't seem cute, uh, interesting, uh, anything. Do you think? Jolene, do, you think uh, do you think that? Uh... Because uh, we, we've seen um, Oh Boy Who Was um, in the Rock Creek Park. Oh, yeah. After Dark. Uh, doing it at the doing it. Okay. We've seen <laughs> Oh Boy Who Was Doing It in, in Rock Creek Park. Do you think um he didn't look like a light-skinned him? He did. He did. You think we're going? You think we have a there's type? A, there's a type, yeah. Yes. God, she's got it. She does I have a type. Say, I will say Jamal Bryant don't look nothing like that. No, he doesn't because no. I think he's attractive. Like I think that that he's attractive. Obviously, so is his bank account. His bank account, yeah. So that's his bank true. account, and they had a uh, pretty bank account too. That's why his ex-wife was in here giving up all the tea because she wants the money too. Uh, I I don't know. I think that Giselle. Oh, oh, well, she does. She does. She does. Like, she does. She does. She she showed how much she missed him. Yeah, she's got, she's got a type. And then this is when we see Katie go, I really like your shirt. Can I look at the tag your shirt? It's not weird. And then she goes to take, she's like, oh, I think this is apartment nine. That's a woman's brand at Kohl's. Can I see your shirt? And you're just like, 
Katie, are you okay? And she's fine. She's Katie, you know, but it was hilarious that she was looking. And then she finds out later from Giselle that he thought you were weird. I'm like, mm, you're not weird enough, sir. You are a square. So I was, I was upset that he had words for Katie. Cause I enjoy Katie being quirky like that. I do love it. Um, the party, we have a little bit more of a, I think there was a little more of an interaction between Candace and Ashley, right? Mm -hmm. When they're sitting at the table and I think it's just more of the same, this drinking thing. Now, okay. I understand that Candace. No, let's be clear. Because when they were on that bus and Candace let Ashley know, because as they were going to the second line, they let, she let her know, like, look, I apologize. And I want to be a part of your journey with you. So if you let me be a part of your journey with you and, uh, and. But Candace still feels like I I definitely feel like you know, and I apologize like this too. I hope uh Tater Bay uh turns off the camera as I'm saying this. I apologize for how it came off, but I meant what I said to you. Okay. Um I don't believe that you're trying to get pregnant. I think this is a sham of a relationship. Okay, and you just need that sperm to fertilize that egg to get a check. Okay, nothing in here is real. But I do apologize mm-hmm. if it made you upset um, about how it was said. And I do want to be a part of your journey. And that's what the new argument became because Karen, she did the manufacturing this time. Well, you know, she's trying to go through and she, she feels like this. And Candace had to come over oh, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, because it just has to do with the inauthenticity, the disingenuousness of Ashley's relationship and her with Michael. And so I would have loved for Candace to just come out with that right away instead of this drinking thing, because I think that got the other ladies not on her side because you're bringing up drinking. The other ladies like, I drink all the time. You talk about my drinking because when you bring up drinking around people that drink, they're like, what do you think? I got a problem. Candace doesn't care about that. She says, I love to drink, but she's exactly what you're saying busy her point isn't about the drinking it just got lost in translation with that because people got hung up on that the point is you are not being an authentic person and this story you have of you want to get acupuncture in your tummy and all this bs really is is not you're just doing it for a storyline michael taking the pool table out of his house like it's just uh, whatever Mm -hmm. if if that is their house i mean it and michael's tears and all that so I wish she would have just come at her like that, but um, instead she brought up the alcohol, which kind of, and there was a lot of references to Ashley's forehead by Candace. Candace is like Ashley and her forehead five came, head, five, five, five head, her five, five head came. I understand because without these bangs in this wig, I have like a six head now. We talked about it recently on a live. I don't know. I feel like we can multiplex it. I feel like we can multiplex it on Ashley's. I feel like we could do several Several films. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, log screen, 3D, 4D. And it only gets bigger as you get older because everyone, man, woman, like the hair recedes a little bit. So, you know. Like, like Ashley's been able to play movies on that thing since the beginning. Of the, if the projection didn't come down to high school, they said, Ashley, can you come up here for <laughs> We need to we we need to do some math problems. We're gonna project the math. We're gonna have this things uh projecting over there. <laughs> Poor Ashley. Um. So yeah. So they have a little literally. Bit of, uh, <laughs> I, had I, had I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. I'm sorry, y'all. I had to do it. I, poor Ashley, and I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> So then we find we get to the where they have the party. The dad's all happy. Everybody's happy. Then we go to the beignet spot. We got to go to the beignet spot because uh, Giselle has great memories there with her grandma and her great. I think maybe her great grandma. No, her grandma. 
not her great grandma. And they would go there and they'd sit outside and they would have beignets and they would eat. And it was such a good thing. And I loved it because I, you know, everyone's got that special thing. If you were lucky enough to have your grandparents or grands, as Monique calls them in your life, you have that thing. I can remember sitting at my, uh, my grandma's, uh, a dining room or kitchen table, I should say. And she would smoke Territon cigarettes and she taught me how to play card games and stuff. And just like talk about people because I was, of course, you know, <laughs> as a sassy one and I always had opinions about family members. And so she would share secrets with me and stuff. And it was just really fun. So I definitely was like, Oh, sitting with your grandma like there's nothing better if you have if you get blessed with a good grandma I, his, I guess my memory if i if i could if i have to go back because my grandma said a lot she's sassy and she's rude <laughs> um, but if, if, if i ever have to think back when to because she's still she's still here and she's still the same oh bitch i love that your grandma's still here how old is she oh yeah um, she's, she's in her early seventies. She's young. That's yeah, well, a young grandma. Well, cause my gra- my mother had, uh, been when she was young. So, <laughs> uh, cause she just, I want to say she's at, I want to say she's at least seventies or she's going into, um, because Your mom must be young then. Yeah. My mother is just still young. They, they, mm-hmm. it was, it was, she had her young. She had me cause my mother got kicked out of the house because she had me when she was so young. Oh, my God. Uh, oh yeah. That's so- your, me and me and Busy's mom graduated together, so <laughs> it, was, it was very very interesting. But I will say that because uh, I learned a lot from my grandma. I, like she's one of my faves. Um, I don't know if I would have a like. I love that because my grandma did teach me cards too. She taught me how to gamble. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, my you grandma know? loved gambling too. That's what it is. I think that's what it because I I can. I can play anybody in the card game and I can pull a slot better than anyone oh, can. Yes. Okay. So I think that it's probably that's uh, that if, if uh, casinos remind me. Uh, most grandparents, right? <laughs> casinos remind me of my mom. Oh my God. I hope, I'm not, I hope she's not listening to this. I love you, grandma. No, it's a good thing. Grandma's are the best. It sounds like Giselle had a good relationship with hers. So they're eating the beignets. They're having a good time. And this is when Karen decides, I would like Busy to do, if you don't mind, a reenactment, because you were doing it earlier when we were talking about it, of Karen coming for Giselle as they're sitting at the table outside. Um, and it was so good. It was so good. Okay. And scene. Um, Giselle, let me tell you this. I've had my business, and you don't need to, any, any information about what's going on with your man. What's going on, um, what's going on with your man? Here's Giselle. You know what? I told you not to ask about that. Boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> Care. Oh, boundaries. Now. Let me tell you something. My your business, Giselle. Okay. Can do you get that? Stay up on my business. Do you get that? Boundaries? No boundaries. Boundaries. Do you get no boundaries? No boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> I hope they change those napkins because that because it was a napkin holder that they kept picking up and putting down. I hope they changed. This is how coronavirus uh, was uh, spread. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, boundaries, no boundaries. You get that? Stay in your lane, Giselle. Okay, stay in your lane. Nobody asks about every who. Okay, stay in your lane. I'm grieving. I'm grieving. I'm grieving. Okay, and I'm not trying to. Well, we just talked. I thought we just shared secrets. Uh, you know what? This is a sensitive subject for me, Giselle. And I'm still in the midst of my business. Business, my business is not your business, Giselle. Okay? I and I, I'm in the midst of it. 
I loved it. Great reenactment and scene. I should have said action and then and scene. Oh, great job, Izzy. Great job. Great job. So good. I loved it. I loved when when Karen comes at you, it's like you are really Ooh, getting to talk to yeah. And Giselle just kept eating her beignet with the boundaries and was like, okay, that, that's where we're going. And I think people like were speechless at Karen coming so aggressive. And I remember what I wanted to talk about from your episode is the um, the Instagram live. So Karen is grieving. She's grieving. Grieving. Um, However, I totally am on team Karen for that one. I think it makes total sense to want to stay in your room and to hop on Instagram live because since, and maybe you think this too busy because since being like a live streamer, YouTubers, um, sometimes I feel like coming live and talking to people on my live stream makes me feel better than talking to people in my real life, you know? And so I could see that for Karen where she just didn't want to be out drinking, partying. She had a heavy day, like you said, and was like, you know what? I'm going to go on where people are going to, you know, I can kind of dictate what we talk about and people will be kind to me. So I understood her Instagram live thing. I thought, yeah. I can, I can appreciate that. Listen to the verbiage. <laughs> uh, I can appreciate that. Um, I've definitely had days where I've gone on and even done a big brother live where there, and I was in the midst of like everything else that was going on. And I just really want to talk to my yeah. busy bees. But then also I also had people in my life who were like, yo, just talk to me. And sometimes I made a fool of myself and those are deleted videos. <laughs> uh, but like, Cause I wanted to get out and I wanted to talk to my community, but it was just like, uh, talk to the people here. So I know you're grieving. Come outside. You don't know. Just like Giselle said, who you know in South Africa? Just, <laughs> no, but you don't know nobody in nobody South Africa. Come out with us. And sometimes it, it doesn't feel fun in the instance because Tate the Bay has to get me out. So I am one of those people who I'm all excited. Blah, 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 and then as soon as it gets to the time, it's like, oh, I'm not going. And my friends know me well enough to know Go drag him because it, it, once I get out, then I'm like, oh, thank you guys so much. Yes. But before then, it's just like, oh, I, I won't be able to do it. The world's ending. Yeah. And I needed somebody to, I, I don't want to say drag her by her wig because her wig will come off because it's braided and it's not to her scalp. But just <laughs> pick her up gently. You know, she's elderly. <laughs> pick her up gently and bring her out. So uh, I, I think we defer, but I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. You guys have to be enough, you know, understanding that she, she needs to talk to the people in South Africa. Yes, we can understand it, but maybe she should have went out. But if, but she again, if I was her, I would stay. Monique in. was with a seven month pregnant. Okay, and a that's a lot of energy. Karen, she didn't even have to do her hair because she just had to put that uh, braided wig on. You could have come out. It, no excuses. Karen is never going to live down this braided wig ever, 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 ever. Nope. Oh my gosh. So that's basically the episode. Um, I don't think I missed anything. Nope. But um, yeah. So next week we'll be covering the rainbow party episode. Ooh, seven through nine. I'm next about that. Yes, and butter knives and days of our knives, which are three of the best episodes. I only drink Jesus. I don't let people shake my hands. I only oh, drink Jesus. I don't drink. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs>
can you imagine how bad, like I understand Chris's mom, because when we get to that episode, Michael looks like he just smells like fosters, like Australian for beer. Like he just, it's coming out of his pores and his pores are big. Michael had that back arched. Oh my gosh. Whole party. That whole party. And the gays, no, no talk about. He had that back arch. Michael came in there like the, he had his. That's because this is where the trouble starts. This mm-hmm. party is where the trouble for the rest but of the But they lost the footage. They lost. They lost the footage. Or something Michael like that. had that back. Now, I'm sure he smelled like every Australian beer and every animal that they serve in Oz. But yes, and he's uh, grieving. He's grieving, he's grieving. When he the grieves, he's sexually because we had a miscarriage. We're you had the little guy in there, girl. If you don't back up away from me and stop touching me, but he had that back arched for the guy. Somebody says, Show us the arch, girl. <laughs> Michael, was like, Michael was like this, he was like the whole party. The whole party. <laughs> Was he presenting? Is that what we're doing? Uh, whole party. He had that back arched. Okay. So I'm excited to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling y'all next week. And we may have to start adding more um, time slots. Um, I was about to call you Giselle. Oh, well, I mean. Because you're giving show. She is beautiful and she does have green eyes. So. No, you better. And for those on the podcast, she's stroking that big. Like it's never been stroked before, and it looked good. Now this one, I don't know. If she got it from Party City because it looks real good. Well, this is better, but the Party City one, like like Bethy said, it it was janky. It was bad. It was bad. Wait, was did Bethy ever detail it for us? Because I never got that recap. The what? I told Bethy S because I. Was, <gasps> oh yes, that feels. And be very descriptive. You were supposed to tell us what the wig looked like. Yes, I think Bethy, um, I think we might have lost her. And then she was. Oh, Bethy, like, you are a sneaky, <laughs> sneaky runner. She's in Slytherin. She's in the Slytherin. I'm in the Hufflepuff. What are you? I'm, I'm Slytherin too. Are you Slytherin? Sl- I am Slytherin. I am. You know me in my personal life. So, like, it's, yeah. it, makes, it makes a lot of sense. Miranda's Slytherin too, I think. I can believe. It. Oh, oh, I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. And is it believable that I'm Hufflepuff? You know what? With the wig, yes. <laughs> I do like Aluna Lovegood. I do like Aluna Lovegood. Hi. You know what? But everything that I hate about Drake, I love about myself. So yes, I, <laughs> I am and. Um and Slytherin. I hated it. But it was someone else who was in Slytherin who was like, no, you need to look at these as good qualities. Oh, we are so because you know there was um it was a time when all of the um generation X and what was was Generation Z up? Whatever the new generation is, they was up talking about us, okay? And they yes. said, Girl, all they want to do is talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> Miranda and I were talking about that because I don't know a ton about uh, Harry Potter um, and I never read the books. Like I've seen the movies, but for some reason I don't retain them. I know, I know I have a lot of issues, but I'm also older than you and Miranda. So I'm nothing to do with it. Let me tell you something. This is the last time and y'all see me (laughs) in history. This is the last time that she's going to say that. (laughs) She is 30 just like the rest of us. And that's it. And that's the end of the conversation. Well, 
Okay, that is that. Is- see, see, that's okay. the end of the cover. She is thirty like the rest of us, because that's as far as I'll go. That is as far as I'll go. That's far as I, the first time I turned thirty. That's none of y'all business. My mother said, um, "No, the second time I turned 30. <laughs> oh, I said, "Well, uh, so what birthday is this?" I'm thirty. I'm thirty for thirty for life. Yeah, that may have been last year, but who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares? So, well, Tawana is Ravenclaw. Tawana and Cam is Gryffindor. What does Ravenclaw mean? Who's Ravenclaw? Girl, exactly. Oh no! But is who on the who on the movie? Because I didn't read the books again. I didn't even watch the subtitles. I don't stuff. think we had. Did we have any Tawana? Did we have any uh, prominent characters from Ravenclaw? Well, Mel Mel says I don't mess with Harry Potter as well. So you know she's a she's a hyper Christian. You know, don't <laughs> bring the spirits in. Oh yes, you can't bring the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She about to be bad. She's gonna slap me as soon as I open up this door. I'm t- I promise y'all, she's gonna slap me as soon as I open up this door. Don't open that um, door. I read. Uh, I don't have to keep it close, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I've read the book ten times at um at least ten times. Can't count how many times I've seen the movies. Oh my gosh! So I used to have this ex girlfriend who our thing was when we had very busy times. So she was in law school. She's now a um, district attorney and. Um, Miami Everyone you know, including yourself, is just so successful. You know, so like, I have an ex who now lives in an apartment with seven roommates. Please stop. <laughs> well, I, well, I, 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 I surround myself with the people that I'm like in the like. I love, I love, I love everyone. But my ex, she, um, she's now like a district attorney, um, the district attorney of like uh, Miami Dade or whatever. But wow, she. We used to, when we had very stressful times, because I was still working my actual job that I work now, which is already stressful, and then she was doing law school work, and we would have weekends where the whole weekend, we would just watch Harry Potter. Oh, my God, so soothing. And it's just so, it's just, you just watch it, and you fall asleep, but then once that movie's over, you don't even want to go back to the, you go to the next one. Like, it's just, it was so good. Um... We just had Harry Potter weekends, and I. Oh, I that's Harry fun! Y'all should do it. Now, I did find at um, Target when I was looking through the um, beauty aisle. Mm-hmm. They do have. They had it, but they have it on blue. Okay, let me ask this question. This is for serious. For serious. Put it in the comments. Yes or no? Who has a Blu-ray DVD uh, player? Yeah, whoever bought into that, I never, never. Put a yes or a no. If you have a blue, <laughs> if you have a blue red, if you bought, if you what bought is blue red? I don't <laughs> also, I'm confused because Tawana says Luna Lovegood is Ravenclaw. I thought she was a Hufflepuff. Oh, and well, she wasn't important to me. I love her. First of all, tell the bag, you don't have a Blu-ray DVD. This you have an <laughs> Xbox, okay? Uh, he has an Xbox, and apparently the Xbox plays. Uh, but you know, yes, busy. Same with me and my family. We had a talk English day. Oh, what's that mean? Oh, like English accent? Oh my gosh, y'all. Mm-hmm. What's yours? Oh wait, would this be considered? <laughs> Let's not do it. Morris was like left and then he came back. Uh, 
an hour later and he's like, dang, come back and Harry Potter talk. <laughs> oh, see, that's why, that's why you never leave, Morris. See, mm-hmm. this, first of all, I'm upset with I I'm upset with you. And, and this has he's not a busy bee, so he definitely has to be whatever it is. But I'm upset. Mm-hmm. How dare you leave? I know more. You don't even know how we even got to Harry Potter. We actually been talking about it for the last hour. Yep. Because in, in the Real House of the Potomac episode, they talk about they go to the Harry Potter studios. <laughs> 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 they find out. You gotta go, you're, you're gonna have to watch the whole episode again. I know. You have, have to, you, have to, you have to start for all because they go to the Harry Potter Studios and Universal <laughs> Studios, and then they see they go to a match. I I, I don't want to spoil. Giselle falls off of this. Bro, I, I, you have to watch it. I, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. But we, we just we just talked about it. You have you have to watch it. But like I told Miranda, because legally Leah says I've never seen or read Harry Potter. When Harry Potter came out, like it was the time I was the, of the age where it was like I was going to the bar, drink, drink, party, party. Oh. I didn't have time to read Harry Potter books. I was getting drunk. She was not in the bar. She was at school with me. <laughs> well, you and Miranda were young reading books, and I, I was. I, I was in fifth grade when uh, Harry Potter came out. Oh my god, I was like a full. I had like a C cup. Like I was way <laughs> too old to be watching, like freaking reading Harry Potter at the time. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, that, I was like, because I told Jolene to stop talking about this. Jolene, told <laughs> me about I'm not ashamed. It. I love it. I love it. So does Andy Cohen. So does me and Andy, grandma and grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys, we will end this podcast um, episode, but we will be back next week and we'll be talking about uh, even better episodes. It just gets better and better and better. Double up though. I know. Well, next week we might, yeah, we might have to find a, another day that works too to double hey, can up. Can someone put in the comments if anybody watched that show that Julie Chen is um tough as nails? <laughs> Julie, you should be like trying to get Big Brother to happen. Okay, you should be fighting COVID nineteen for us. Not tough as if you're tough as nails, you got to get a vaccine, Julie. We need Big Brother. Busy has his Candace. My Candace. Candace cloth. She should sell those. You should tell her. That should be her merch. Oh my god! You know what? Candace cloth. I should. You know, because I'll buy it. Mm -hmm. I promise you, Candace. Look at me. Let me see. This is (laughs) alert. I purchase it. Of course. And we would for sure have to have, you'd have to have multiple ones. You could always have them. Yes. Uh, Kevin is saying Harry Potter is like our, our Buffy to us, Jolene. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. I think Harry Potter is really cool, but I just never took the time to read it. And every time I watch the movie, I'm like, which one is this again? Oh, they're really old. Are the redhead and Hermione banging yet? Like I just have questions. So. Any who's there. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Busy's just like, here we go. The longest <laughs> goodbye ever. Don't forget to give this video a thumbs up on the way out. Leave comments. Let us know what Harry Potter thing are you? Um, because I don't know what it's called. What is it? School? Sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cool. I am a disgrace. I am what a Harry Potter school are you in? <laughs> is that what it is? What is it? Busy? What Harry Potter school are you? Go ahead. Go ahead, Jolene. No, is that what it is? I'm going to let her have it after this podcast. I'll tell you one thing. Once we say goodbye, Jolene, I'm going to have to slap her on the green wig. I'll tell you one thing. Come on, Jolene, finish it out. What Harry Potter school are you in? Tell us. 
please put in the comments the what, Harry Potter school What's you your went. class rank? Yes, well, what class did you rank? What, where did the hat put you? What school? Okay, you came to you. You came to this school so they could put you in another school. <laughs> so you tell us where you tell us where the you tell us where the hat put you at. What school? You came to this school so they could tell you what I school to put you at. Okay, so go ahead, go ahead, Jolie. Uh, y'all, I'm a, I'm a slapper tonight. I'm a slapper. Okay. Let us know all your Harry Potter dealings. <laughs> Thought about the rehearsal of Potomac. What what does that think about? Whose side do you want on the Ashley Darby, uh, Candace Dillard, uh, selection? Good question. I'm Team Candace. Busy Team Candace. I would think. Uh, and are you okay with Karen grieving? She's grieving. Yes. Yes. Are you okay with her grieving on IG? And do you grieve or? <laughs> do- <laughs> So, because Jolie said it's something she understands. I understand, Karen. Go ahead, ask them, Jolie. Put it. Are you team Karen with this grieving? Because I believe in how she's grieving. It is so right on. Do you Um, grieve on IG? Please put it in the comments. (laughs) Please put it in the comments if you grieve on IG. YouTube, so I get it. Yep, IG Live. That's where you grieve. That's where you find your friends. All right, you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. We will see you next week. Thank you, Busy Blue. And make sure you guys uh, rate us on iTunes. Yeah. We better go get busy and stay busy. Yes. Bye, guys.